This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. She should have put him back on the rack. You cannot talk to me. On the second leave, I'll go to the front. I think we're live. What's up, YouTube land, Facebook land? No, I'm kidding. What's up? Hey, we are live. We are live. While we are building, I guess, um, tonight, guys, uh, Friday, TGIF. Let me share this Everybody. on my feed. Let me share this on my feed right now. Friday night. This is hey, guys. Hey, Matessa. Hey, Matessa. Hey, Matessa. The one Ooh. and only. We were reading the girls on Twitter earlier. Together? Yes, together. <laughs> she was reading, she was reading the girls that don't have matching thighs. Oh. Wait, this is on the ballroom throwback page, right? I believe so, yeah. Okay. I'm on the wrong page. Oh Again. yeah. <laughs> is that a, is that a picture? Is that a picture of Stasha? As your screensaver, come on, Stasha. <laughs> that's yeah. that's actually me. That's actually me. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> so you're in, wow. Oh. Is there a problem with me and drag? I was about to say, where's Emery? I don't see him. Oh, I just I'm, I'm sharing the live on my Facebook. Yes, yeah, so much fun. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, hey, hey. Glad to share this live. Let's get it out there. Um, it's been a couple weeks. I have been extremely busy. I have a lot of things I was supposed to be doing and bringing to YouTube. I will be doing it again. I'm going to find the time within the next couple weeks. I was actually um, getting caught back up with filming Triangle. Uh, certain things started open. Uh, certain towns started opening up. Certain actors could act, and things have to get done. So, hello everyone out there. Um, tonight I'm on again with some of my favorite people. I love talking to them. With the Hard to Swallow podcast, for those that do not know them, introduce yourself, guys, again. Hi, you may know me from As Derek on Triangle or Legendary Andy Garcon <laughs> on Ballroom Throwback. And also, I'm <laughs> Emery Lavelle J. <laughs> no kidding, seriously. No, I'm Emery. Um, you can follow me at Ain't I Emery on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Emery Lavelle J. And also, I'm one of the hosts of Hard to Swallow podcast. My, Are going to introduce oh, yourself? My lady, my lady, my lady. My lady, my lady, my lady. Lynn's Wags on I'm Instagram Lynn. and Twitter. <laughs> okay. I'm Lindsay, child. I'm Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and I say it in Robbie's voice. Uh, Lindsay. Lindsay, part of the, um, you know, BRTV TV production TV family. family. Um, and part of the Hard to Swallow podcast family. What's up? Hey, I'm Marcus Lyrical Mar. I'm also on Hard to Swallow podcast. Um, good to be here. And um, I missed you guys. Oh, haven't done and a three-way also, with you guys in some time. His AKA name is Mar. Dot. <laughs> oh, Mar. Give yeah, us yeah. the vibe, Mar. Give us the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
Thank you for pointing that out. So, guys, let's get right into it. First of all, how was all you Ooh. guys' weeks? How have you been maintaining? Are you guys still quarantining? Are you guys back to work? Has where you oh, no, they, opened up? What is going on with you guys? They should. They, that's that's all done with. You know, they said the corporations have said, "Go die, come back and die for us." You know, we back in the <laughs> <Right>. office. Uh, <laughs> Wear your mask, they, like LA Fitness and stuff is open, but you gotta be a treadmill apart with your mask on while you're you know, breathing and stuff. But anyway, work-wise, I've always <laughs> been back in the office because I'm essential, um, but now we're starting to meet with clients again. And, you know, I have never, I missed outside, but I didn't miss people. I missed outside, but I didn't miss people. So that's what I say on my part. <laughs> I am back at work. Um, I'm hating it, but it has to be done. I've been working on my new music and um, just trying to stay creative. Honestly, that is what's getting me through this fucked up year. Literally. Yeah. And Lindsay? I am still working from home. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much me all day, every day. Writing, uh, working my regular job. That's what I'm doing. Okay, great. So let's talk about it. Um, as you guys know, a lot of cities opened up. A lot of states opened up. They opened up. Uh, they're in different levels, different yellow, green, whatever, different level one, level two. Um, in last few days, they have been reporting heavily that there have been very high spikes in, I believe, uh, Texas, Florida, Arizona. Georgia. Uh, yeah, Georgia, I, I think even D uh, Detroit. I've also seen uh, with it opening up personally within the last few weeks, uh, people, of course, posting videos everywhere. And I'm kind of like seeing that the masks, a lot of people are not wearing masks. They're, they're around a lot of people. They're partying. They're having a good time. They're drinking it up, partying it up. How do you guys feel? Did they open up too soon? Um do you think there will be another shutdown? Do you think that we're going to be back where we was at in March, April? Where do you guys think? What do you guys feel? I think that um, and we have whether, we shut down or, whether we shut down or not depends on what the CDC believes and I trust the adjustment. If we stabilize our numbers to a certain amount, then we can keep moving forward to the next step or phase three. However, as you said, people have been moving a little bit irresponsibly. And so that may, um, we've already been aware that a second wave of this is gonna happen, right? Um, just, I think the other day they were saying that there were 36,000 plus new cases in the US. And that's kind of what we predicted to happen because most people are in their mind believing that this does not exist anymore, right? And the issue with that is, you made up in your mind that it doesn't exist, so you chose not to believe in it, but it's irresponsible because while you're not protecting yourself, you're also putting other people at risk. That's what I think is wrong with all of this. People are so concerned with their own ideas that they're thinking like, I don't have to wear a mask. I don't have to protect myself, but you don't know if you're also putting someone else's health at risk. Real quick, I want to introduce my good friend Jason, also known aka Pampers on here. Everybody say hello. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Oh. Okay, yeah. yeah. The legendary 5,000. <laughs> yeah. We have 10,000 on here. 10,000. 10,000. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, take it away, my 
fellow swallowers. Well, real quick before we, um, hold it. Oh, go ahead. So let's go to it, Jason. Uh, you live in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that they are treating um, COVID out there with everything with opening back up? Because um, you guys kind of opened up pretty much one of the first ones to open back up relatively. Yeah. What do, you think? what do you feel about what's going on, especially with all these numbers and reports of everything climbing back up? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I myself am a conspiracy theorist on, uh, you know, I'm one of those people that hold a lot of conspiracies on, on why they open certain places. Okay. And uh, Atlanta being an extremely probably the blackest city in, in the U.S. at the moment. I, you know, part of my conspiracy is, is you know, the plot on, on, on black America. But that's a whole a whole not, a whole nother topic. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I truly believe that part of this is population control. And, you know, I do think it is. It's, it's they direct certain things culturally. But. Atlanta, believe it or not, I'm surprised that the numbers haven't spiked like they have, like they, you know, like I expected. They have spiked, but not nearly as bad as you would think uh, in Atlanta. It's 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 crazy, but I, I don't think we should single out anywhere. I think that there has been um um lack of sensitivity everywhere. You know what I'm saying? As far as that, like, people are not adhering to what they know or feel they should do. I think um, I was just talking to someone the other day and they feel like, oh, I'm fine and I'm going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And I, and that mindset is, is positive. And if you want, of course, you want to manifest that you're going to be fine and nothing can stop. But at the end of the day, this is very real. And I think that we have seen over the last, what, four months now, how real yeah. this is. And it, it, never in my life, in any of our lives on here, have seen the whole, basically the whole world has been shut down. And... Mm-hmm you should be able to see how real this is. You know what I'm saying? And even though, like Emery kind of piggybacking off what he said, you know, think about others if you don't want to think about you at the end of the day, because there right. are more people that are susceptible to contract this than others, unfortunately. And what's really getting people now is just asymptomatic, the asymptomatic people. That's what's really yeah. getting everybody and all this community um, infections. Because I just watched that thing on CNN a couple of weeks ago about you know the girls that went out for their birthday and all her and her girlfriend all caught COVID and all of them had different, very, uh, very of uh, symptoms, some from mild to none to very severe. And then they're doing this contact tracing and one person infected 141 people. So, yes. I, I just want to applaud everyone for receiving their online certification in pathology and history <laughs> for choosing to decide for themselves that this is not real. Um, you know, pandemic means just that. Pan means global. <laughs> and um, I, I, I would, though I do believe there is a long history of Black folks in America specifically being lied to, it's very true. Um, yeah. And we don't even have to get into that. But I, I, I'm not really one to, you know, jump the gun when it comes to my life, I only have one. And I even had a conversation with my mom. She's like, you know, uh, she's also one that is kind of like, eh, I'm not really believing in this. But however, you have to say to yourself, the mask is not just for you. The mask is for others. Because what if there are airborne pathogens that you're releasing onto, into the world because you're sick, but you're choosing to walk as freely amongst us as you do? So um, I just think that we also need to just be have, have a certain level of empathy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want all of us to have a certain level of empathy. Good I luck with that. 
I personally yeah. don't have I don't have that much confidence in the CDC. They lied for the first two months, telling us that we shouldn't wear masks. Then they said we should wear masks. They can't get their shit together. Mm. This country is is um this country is doing it the wrong way. I'm still gonna wear my mask, but I'm gonna wear my mask for me. Yeah. Then I'm gonna wear my mask for the next bitch too. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, all I can do is just wear my mask because I don't trust shit they say. And I'm not gonna be <laughs> I, I'm I can't say I'm a conspiracy theorist, but I will say that the US definitely downplayed this. Yes. A lot. And other countries didn't. Beijing, China shut down the country again because of 100 cases. And we're sitting over here with 35,000 in one day, but we're still opening. This is America. And uh, and when I say I'm a conspiracy theorist, I do think it is very real. I do think it's very real. Uh, However, and it's not it's not it's not a however, because that would mean I don't think people should protect themselves and all that thing and all that. But like you said, they, there, there are a lot of, they literally in Atlanta told us, I was telling Caesar this the other day, they told us on a, on a Monday, stay home, stay home, stay home. It is severe, stay home. On Wednesday, they released uh, the stimulus checks. On Friday, the city was back open. Now, what made us in such a dire need on Monday <laughs> that, that took away the dire need on, you know, that's what I mean, you know, by I, I think it's systemically, they, I definitely think it's a very real thing, but I think that they are, you know, they don't, they don't really care about, when I paid attention to what was opening when they first started opening things in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Black clubs open, any of the white clubs and bars still didn't open. <laughs> it just started opening up, you know, the courthouse doesn't even open to the, the courts don't open to the first. They were still prior to the, you know, the all the the uh, issues with the racial injustice going on and the and the people that were, you know, the, the guy that was killed here in front of the Wendy's. Prior to that, even still, the police were setting out to not arrest certain people. You know, they weren't taking for fear of taking COVID to the jails. So we can go out, but you you mean to tell me that they're not gonna open the courthouse or they're not gonna hold you in jail they're not going to police no that makes sense you know it's like it's like what's, oh no what's they can't on? die no they exactly. can't die exactly so so you know i'm like this seems very very you know very targeted towards our community nail salons and hair salons and not to say that we're the only people that go to those but we definitely go in a larger volume in this city than any other than any other group of people uh the flip side to that is is i feel like i just um, listen, I, don't get me on my soapbox with these <laughs> my conspiracies and, and feeling like you know they they are they are they are you know it's I feel like it's population control, but that's like I said, it's also a different color. I mean, I also too feel like it started as population control and it and got out of control and it went all right, and now we're living in the reality of what happens when you experiment and you can't harness it, and this is what happens. Did, did anybody watch President Trump in Tulsa? When he was when he was at his rally in Tulsa, well, he when he, he outright said that we were getting too many positives in this country, so he told them to slow down. Slow it down. He didn't want America to have high cases, so he wanted to be behind everybody else in them. You know, he wanted to be winning in that area, so he said because more tests mean more positives, so slow down on tests. Because all he wants to do is win. And you also no have to remember that. Um, I want everybody out there to remember that with, with, with reports mean, with reports comes data, with data analytics, we all know. And those are people that's been tested 
there are still millions and millions of people who have not been tested. So remember that. Right. There's many people that have it that do not know they have it. There's many mm-hmm. people that have had that have had it and gotten better from it. And I want people to realize that because a lot of people are like, oh well, you know, some of these numbers they don't they don't they may not think it sounds high, but in reality they are. You know what I'm saying? Some people think they've grown immune. Their arrogance have allowed them to believe that they can go immune to it and they can get it again and their symptoms can resurface. Um, what I think may happen is that we'll see survival of the, you know, the fittest, you know, and maybe the smart people will survive and the dumb won't. <laughs> and here's another thing why I feel like a lot of, a lot of people of color don't, Black people specifically don't. I'm not going to say they don't take it serious, but when you when you you kind of when you're born in a, a, a survival struggle culture, to to a lot of people they process it as okay here's another thing. It's not that they don't it's not that they don't care, but it's kind of adding another layer of here's something else. So it's when you've had to live a life of survival and and guard it. It's not that it's again it's not that they don't understand it as serious, but again how much when you walk through a life trying to survive every day, how much, you know, how much is this one thing really add to your, to your play? And just to pick you off that, it's not even just about survival. It's about more so black people are always growing up with a lot of restrictions. We can't do this. We can't do that. We can't go here. We can't, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't. We're always being told in some form or fashion that we can't do something and this adds yet another layer, just like Jason mm-hmm. said, another layer of restriction, con- being constricted. So, being so do, you think, do you think is that where rebelliousness comes into it, stuff like this? Yeah. I don't, I don't, and I don't necessarily feel like it may be rebelliousness, but it's kind of like again, <clears throat> what another thing in life that I I have to look out for every day to 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 survive. Uh, you know, you you grow up in a certain neighborhood, you got to survive. You grow up dealing with police and systemic racism you got to survive it's kind of like you know you don't you don't really at this point really know how to do anything other than to go and, and push through not knowing so you don't realize that this thing is is as just as drastic or even more drastic than some of those other things you had to deal with so you just go through and like and you know i, I can't live my life in fear because I, I if i had to live my life in fear of things i had to survive and push through you know it's when white america gets a cold black america gets you know the flu <laughs> I, um, I see the point. I uh, see the point. Uh, hold on. Uh, to uh, Watts out there, this is a shirt from Melanful, Melaninful, M-E-L-W-W-M-E-L-A-N-I-N-F-U-L.net. They are some beautiful, creative, young black brothers and sisters that got their own apparel business going on. Please, they sent me some stuff. I would love for you guys to support them. Check their stuff out. All their stuff has a message on it. So make sure you guys check them out. I will put the link in the comments afterwards. Yeah, they do make some pretty dope stuff. So guys, uh, moving on. Everybody, the point is, everybody, please think of yourself. Think of others. Stay safe at the end of the day. This is still going on. It has not gone away. There's not a cure as of yet. So please stay focused on that. So uh, oh, wait. Um, New York was able to turn on. We were able to turn our numbers around, but... The religious community here in New York just won a federal court that they will be able to gather for religious stuff. And I don't know, that may cause a surge. We'll mm. see. 
Okay, so uh, congratulations. I want to hear you on to Joy Reid. She's become uh, yeah. Kate's first yeah. black female primetime anchor. How do you guys feel about that? What do you think that she will bring to primetime? She's amazing. She's been doing this work for some time. And I think that she's one of the people that really deserve it. And not just for being black, but just being talented. Right. She's a bad bitch. These girls don't even know what the <laughs> definition of a bad bitch is. And okay. Joy Reid is a bad bitch. It's about time. Yeah. I think it's sad we still are with, and things like that. I think it's sad we still dealing with the first, uh, that is the weird thing to me. Um, I'm with you on that. A lot of times when I get certain things, and then you think, well, especially now, especially now, when you hear like the first of, you kind of does like fuck with you because it's like, yeah. really? Is like, still, really? Yeah, and we're not, yeah. and we're not talking about things like the the president of the United States, which is the leader of the free world. We're talking about a news anchor, the first of, and we're no, talking about no. I, um, I believe it was cable, cable news anchor, cable, cable wow. prime time. Wow. Yes. I mean, cable, specifically cable prime time. That, that means not even that means there's still another mountain to climb in, in, in that space. Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, we still got mountains to climb. But well, yeah, they, I, I mean, I they just don't want to be confused. As you know, they yeah. will be smart to expand because with cable and everything going digital, they you know, it is to expand now. And you know, people are crying and pretty much planting their feet in the ground wanting representation mm -hmm. of Across the board, you know what I'm saying? You know, for black people, for gay people, for trans people, you know, across the board, people have been crying for representation and are have been tired of not seeing someone to represent them. So I think that people are kind of, especially now with everything that's been going on, it's, been, uh, it's sad to say, but almost being forced to because people are not having it right now, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, when you got to burn shit down for you to be seen. And you know, yeah. I, I'm perfectly fine with that. Right. Uh, I say, I say, burn it, burn it down. Uh, it hello, he's in the gang. Love from Orlando. Um, Matessa said, "Love a good three-way." Uh, <laughs> said, "Rest in peace to my boy Kenny Green from the intro to Ribbon in the Sky." You are forever. Oh, oh shit! Wow. Um, Charles said, "Florida has stopped all bars from selling alcohol. Orlando is under uh, mandatory mask. Yes, I've seen that on Florida. That if you're not with a mask, they will find you." Um, uh, Del said, I live in Florida. It's a mess out here. Nobody cares. All they want to do is sit on the beach all day and get bleeped. Um, <laughs> COVID is doing a rally in Texas and Florida, and the girls are mad about wearing masks. Like, how are you mad somebody cares about your dumbass life? Um, so right. mad. Stuff opened back up in Denver, and people are paying, uh, partying, and having barbecues and everything, and the cases are still low. No second wave. Um, Brand said, I still feel strange not wearing a mask. Um, Charles asked Emery, do you have a degree? You can answer that, Emery. I already know. I'm not answering that because you're trying to qualify me on my opinion. Okay. As if a degree oh, yeah, qualifies. <laughs> Yeah, they stopped bar in Florida from selling alcohol, plus closed the beach from July 3rd to 6th. Oh, they closed the beach for July 4th. Wow. Good. Um, mm. Joy oh, Reid well. is a beast, very talented. Uh, most companies settle for, for uh, palpable people, black or light-skinned. Very true. Okay. Um, Sunday is the uh, BET Awards, which is going to be virtual. How are you guys looking forward to that? What do you think it's going to be? 
Do you think it's going to be hiccups? What do you feel? Well, it's hiccups on the regular BET Awards, so it's definitely going to be hiccups on the virtual. Don't do that. They've been turning it for the last, you know, four years. Don't do that. I, well, you're welcome. Because <laughs> <laughs> I worked the last four. Well, thank you for your service. <laughs> they've been better. They've been better. They've been better for the v than the VMAs, I think. Marcus, have they been better for the content or the quality? I think the content, the quality, the performances, the celebrities that they pulled out recently have been better. I, I, I think the BET Awards has come a long way. So y'all need to focus. Y'all need to focus that energy on the hip hop awards. Oh, well. Oh. Speaking of celebrities, they are honoring Beyonce with the humanitarian award. How do you guys feel about that? Oh, I bro, think she's uh, been bro, doing I humanitarian work for a long time, and I'm perfectly fine with her receiving it. I saw some naysayers in the comment section saying, why her, why her? If you want to know why her, do your research. It's really simple. I'm perfectly okay <laughs> with her getting it. She's, she's done her doodles, as Kelly would say. So. <laughs> doodles. They are ego chat do deals. Well, let me ask you guys this. Um, I've been a hot topic that's been coming up. I really kind of lost it. I knew about her last little scandal. B Simone, some she had some type of transphobic comments. I knew about the whole thing with this whole book that she uh, plagiarized, basically, I guess. Um, and they found out about it, but now she's a newest thing with her. Um, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. She's funny, but it's like I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna let y'all take that. Then I'm gonna say what I need to at the end. Go ahead. I don't think she's funny. I think she. No, no. Is. I want. I'm gonna say. No, I want to. Let me. Let me tell you. Tell me first what happened with these comments, and then I can. Yeah. Tell you can you provide some context for us, lyrical more? <clears throat> yeah. So she was on a podcast with two other ladies, mm. and they were discussing. Um, <laughs> they were discussing. The the episode was about feet and you know fetishes and shit like that. And they were discussing Atlanta um, and how it's a mess because I guess, you know, you don't know who's who, who's screwing who, um, the trans women there. I think they were talking about maybe a threesome and they were like, well, you know, I would have to be sure that it's not a trans woman um, because they lie. This was how the conversation started. And she said, I don't, she said, I don't have nothing against the LGBT lettuce, bacon, tomato um, <sighs> community. Um, that was one she said. Um, then she was like, um, tranny, two, three, four, five times. Um, she was like, my best friend is a tranny. I don't have nothing against them. I'm, one of my best friends is gay. I mean, the same shit that you hear over and over and over again. Um, and um, gosh, I mean, I can keep going for days, just being so disrespectful, <laughs> so ignorant. Um, this bitch is literally, you know, she just she disgusts me. The plagiarism thing, I said, oh, okay, well, apparently you're not that smart, and you know that's fine. People make mistakes, but these comments are, you know, really hurtful, especially since I see the gays living for her, which I don't know why. Not for um, sure. Baby girl, baby girl, it's starting to be redundant. And at the end of the day, your brain is small. small. And guess what? I hope one of the people from the LGBT lettuce, to, lettuce tomato, bacon community slap the shit out of you when they see you. 
Now fill in your eyebrows. They ain't. Fill in your eyebrows. You can't. She light skin and she beat. Listen, she's never been. Jason wants to say something. I saw her in Air Force Ones. Black. I didn't. I didn't. It's so many layers to this. Okay, I didn't hear a comment. So my statements are basically off. Are going to be based off what I what you are telling us. She said, first, I don't like B. Simone in a comedian. From I don't think she's funny. Her voice is annoying. <laughs> I, I don't really. I, it's not my brand of comedy, and I'm a student of comedy. That's one. So I don't want my statements. I, I could. I also on two consider myself an ally of trans people and the LGBTQI plus community in every aspect. Right. I I, I stand for equality for everybody, but that we. I think somewhere we have to kind of we have a little there is no but in allyship. No, no, not in allyship. Not in allyship. Let me finish my statement. I think we have to understand, but in addition to that, I think we have to understand we have to have we have to we can't expect change without education, right? We can't it is not appropriate to say tranny is not appropriate to, to say some of these things. However, one more, however, one more hear pause. Hear uh, me I out. Hear me, out. hear me out. Then I'll, um, hear me out before okay, you clear me out. However, we cannot expect people to know that there's been a change. We have to educate people. That's what I. That's what I think. I think we can't expect people to just. I don't think people are just supposed to wake up and know. Oh, there's been a shift. You know, if, especially in a world that that's not their world, and 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 say we, we wake up today and say we decide that training is a, is a, is a bad term, and nobody is told educated. Certain people let me let me interject. One of the girls said to her, I don't know if that word is, you know, and then she okay. said they, they, they were discussing the difference between trans, transgender, transsexual. Um, she got a computer. Which, which was which was wrong. She got a computer. This bitch knows what's going on. If you have a friend that's a trans woman, um, you're up to date. You'll be surprised today. how many you you'll be surprised oh. how many trans people do not I correct their say friends. That either. Not let him finish. Them, let him finish. Say, hey, she hey, sees hey, what's going now. on. She's all over there. social media. You can well, choose Jason to finish. ignore what's going on. Well, I was talking. I was just talking right there. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you can choose to act like you don't see what's going on in the trans community, and she's choosing not to see it. We don't have to update that bitch. Fuck her. But you also can. Okay. But go ahead, okay. Jason. No, no, it's okay. just that I think I mean, and, that, and that's not for everybody, but that's just we have we you, again. It, you have to kind of teach wait, wait, what's people not how to treat. Not everybody, everybody. Some people are going to know and learn and be in the loop, but you have to treat treat teach people. Excuse me, how to treat you. I can't. Not when they're being I, disrespectful. But they again, you have they have to know that they're being disrespectful. I have a friend who who I've known for eighteen years now, and we communicated a certain way for eighteen years, and recently we had a communication and interaction. I didn't like how they were communicating with me and I completely shut down. We had a conversation later when they said, well, wait a minute, what happened? Why did you shut down? I said, I didn't like how you were communicating with me. This friend said, this is how I always communicated with you. Now it's a problem. My response then was yes, but it's a me problem, not a you problem because it's, I should have been dipped this in the bud. Sometimes people, you know, this person now knows the way we've been communicating for 18 years is not okay because I had to, you know, you have to teach, teach people how to handle you and if they don't know if you've always handled somebody this way then it's their norm that's that's what i mean tell you know i know i know that one woman. trans woman though it's not up to that one trans woman to no 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 definitely not her. definitely not but it but it but it's if i'm using the term friend sister brother i do think it is my responsibility to educate you and enlighten you on on what's what's new what's now what's next 
uh, to move forward. As a trans person that I know, and I know a couple of you all on here know, that works with somebody else that you you all know. And this person I verbally heard uh, say, oh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, faggot and this thing and that, that. using lingo that, that, that to them is kind of mm-hmm. comfort. Okay, we've been talking like this for years. And this person is a little further in the transition than they were then. And you can't, you know what I mean? The, the dynamic change. And I had to, ex- this person kind of excused it away. Well, they knew me before, da, da, da. I get it. And But if you're saying this is who you are now, you have to teach this person. And it's not that, you know, it's not to immediately cut them off at the knees. It's, it's to say, hey, you, now if they continue it, then it's a problem. Okay. Lindsay? Um, uh, oh, go ahead. I just want to say something real quick before Emery goes. Um, I'd just like to say when, you know, some of these cishet women, especially black ones, go around saying, you know, I have a friend that said this one. I have a friend, these friends, these people are not friends. These are not friendships. These are not real friendships. Because if you have a real friendship with someone, Mm -hmm. you take into account um, and you take responsibility um for for what their station is when i say that i'm speaking i'm gonna speak for myself i'm a cishet woman i'm a black cishet woman i work with gay men i work with trans women the first thing i had to do for myself ain't nobody hold my hand the first thing i did was listen Mm -hmm. the first thing i did was listen the second thing i did was Recalib when when I listened, I recalibrated my thinking and said to myself, okay, okay, wait a minute. Some of my language, some of the way that I am moving is can possibly compromise the safety of people I love. This is not a game for me. And that's what some of these black cis women need to understand. This for me is not a game because the people in this community that I fuck with, I love them. And when I say I love you, that means I will do anything in my power, not only to protect you, but not disrespect you. So if there is language, if there is something that is indirectly affecting you, I'm not a bacon tomato. Let us bake I gotta fucking fix that. Let me, but if let me, I'm calling wanna, these people friends. Let me piggyback up a couple of things. Lizzie, let me say something. But you've been blessed and you've been lucky because you have you you move a different type of way and you and you're smart. Listen, yeah. listen, listen for a minute. I want you to realize something though. So you've been kind of blessed and lucky in the people that you met and your situation. I'm gonna tell you why. Because there are some raunchy people, period, that meet different type of people that are like them that are raunchy as well. And they don't mind saying tranny or faggot or faggy and bitch. Yeah. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? And there's a different thing. I understand where you're coming from. But I'm Get saying up. it also depends on the type of people that you're dealing with. And something I want to say, when I was saying man, back, you know, be someone, I've seen little things of her. I don't really follow these people. That's not my thing. But, you know, I see some of this stuff. It's like a kiki. When I say like a kiki, it's like an Instagram thing. I see, the, I see some of the, something they do. I laugh at it at the moment and I keep on scrolling. What makes me upset, and I don't know if it's because I'm 41, about to be 42, and my mindset has changed, 
is that I feel like we as a whole put too much credence into these people and what they feel and what they think. Mm. And that's how I feel. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I don't give a fuck what that bitch said because I don't support her. <laughs> I don't do it. I don't give a fuck. No, what I she, do. I think what she's perpetuating is wrong, and she of needs course to be it is. Stopped. But what I'm saying and is, the that people I don't around her need to stop enabling this, that type of talk. But I'm, I'm, I'm at this place. About, like, if I don't like, no, no. But I'm at this place in my life. If I don't like, if I don't like what you are spewing or talking about or feeling or, I I filter you out. I block you out. If I because if you're not <laughs> healthy for my in my my social media intake. I get rid of you quickly. I have no problem blocking someone like they never existed because mm. that's not my thing. And I, if, if I don't, if I don't feel you, especially like these last year or so, I, 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 I sometimes I just scroll and I just see ignorant shit or shit that just don't come, it just don't mesh with me. You're gone. I block you. I don't want anything. I don't want to. I don't want to see what you feel. I don't want to hear what you think. I don't care about it. So I just feel like sometimes a, like we put a lot of credence into these people. That really don't mean anything. Well, she doesn't mean anything. She doesn't mean shit to me. She doesn't mean talking about her. What I'm saying is sometimes these people are, you know, they're in social media and there are other people that are seeing this and think this is funny. Cishet women love to emasculate gay men. So they immediately give them a pussy and then they give trans women a dick. I am so fucking sick of them. It's wrong. But you know what? But you know what perpetuation as well? What perpetuates it as well is some of these girls' gay friends because internalized they, homophobic, like. But some of their cycle. friends, but listen, some of their friends, let's be real, they allow it. Do you understand what I'm saying? They make them feel like it's okay. So when they do this type of behavior, to some of these girls, they think it's okay because that one gay friend that they were talking about mm-hmm. allows it and they do that with each other. So they it makes them feel like, oh, that's why their go-to line so many times is, oh, well, please, my best friend is a tranny, or my friend is a, 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 a please, my best is a queen. So it makes them mm-hmm. feel like, oh. They like they got the keys to the city. <laughs> right, exactly. They good with it, so why the fuck can I be good? Why can't everybody yeah, else it's, go with it? It's, 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 and I hate to do this comparison, but it's no different than the, than the black kid that hangs with the white kids and let the white kid, they, the white friends say the N-word. It's the same. It's the same pathology. It's the same. It is behavior. You know, you have to. You 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 got to teach people how to treat you. You have to. You can't. You can't. You can't pacify the the, the poor thinking and the poor behavior. And as Jason, long as nobody pacify, taught me though. No one taught me. And you know what, Lizzie? No I one taught me anything. And, and me knowing you, and that's why I can understand. No one taught me a thing, and I did Lizzie. not expect them to teach but me Lizzie, anything but either. Lizzie, but wait a minute. And me knowing you, I can get it because you come from a different place, so it can infuriate you and upset you. So I get that. No, no, but listen to what I'm trying to say, though. I get it. It come from my heart. Right. So I get that because I know who you are. But you have to understand, a lot of these people are not the same. They encounter different people. They encounter way different people. So Absolutely. And because yeah. of that, of the passage they get from those people that they deal with, they think it's okay. So you, until and, and you start off by saying that you 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 listen first, you listen, and those people those people had to express something to let you say, okay, that's not right. 
Let me right. change where I, let me recalibrate exactly. that and let me think about that. And if they're not having that experience, that experience in itself is the education. And then Lizzie somebody has to say something let you know that's not about it. It was, but it wasn't. And when I say, hold on, when I said listen, mm -hmm. I'm like listening more so to how they react to certain things. It wasn't a direct like, what do you, yeah. I'm not one of those people that was like, well, what happens when you do this? And what happens? Nah, if I am around the LGBT community too much mm -hmm. for any, any mistakes, any lapses in judgment. I know that how I deal with trans women, that could compromise their safety. Mm -hmm. Me indirectly outing them. There was a point in time, maybe about three, four years ago, when I thought it was cool to tell my other friends, this girl, look, she's a trans girl. Not realizing that they're in, I'm indirectly outing them. I could be compromising their safety. Just yeah. things like that. When you operate from a place of love, when you operate from a place of love, you want to do what you can in order not to hurt the people that you love. So, so basically, can I assume that you me. can I assume that you work in some capacity in 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 the, I guess in the health field or in 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 prevention or around in that in that area? <laughs> no, I do not. Okay. I'm a regular working girl that works for Verizon. I write for Triangle. I work okay. closely with Caesar. I work closely with Emery and Marcus on this podcast known them for years like this is not a game for me when i call people family and friends this is not a game yeah. these girls flitting around here thinking gay men or accessories you know, you know immediately just you know okay girl i give everybody respect everybody's a man until they tell me different everybody all trans women to me are women and i treat them as such they are black women I don't play these little girl games and I don't play these, these the vocabulary semantics either because I'm not, and, and I wanna say this also, black just had women know the gay community, there's a thing with gay men and black women. We did a show on it. There is a thing with black gay men, they wanna be accepted. There is a thing where they sort of idolize black women, you know, the bodies, the beat ones with the weave and all this prettiness, you know, they wanna be accepted. And somewhere in these girls' minds, they know that. So that's why they are playing these fucking games, saying this shit. They know what the fuck they're saying. And the men know, the gay men know what they're saying too, but they wanna belong. And I always say, I don't care who it is, your mother, your sister, your friend, your uncle, your, whoever it is. If somebody is threatening your safe space, if somebody is disrespecting you or emasculating you or dismissing your manhood or dismissing your um, femininity and womanhood, in the case of trans women, you have every right to correct them and challenge them. Mm. But not now, on that bullshit like these but I want you to know that you are in women. the you are not in the majority. You are a you're in the minority and people that you're and lucky in that way. Unlike Caesar, you I like can't that. just cut these hoes off. What I do is <laughs> if I can, I curse them out. If I, I curse the few people out, like I said on the last show, there are two people I know here in, up in, in Harlem that know Kelly and Sanaya. Every time I would talk to these bitches, they would misgender them. I'm not here for the bullshit. 
I don't fuck with either of them. You can't respect the people I know, bitch, then I can't fuck with you. Period. Mm. I got to set the example because just like how we want Correct. white people to tell white people shit, I'm a black cishet women, so I'm going to tell these hoes how to fucking <laughs> conduct themselves. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's right. I, 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 think, I just think I'm tired sure. of like people making these people, you know, insta famous or whatever you want to call it or, or have notoriety or make them important. I'm, I'm, I'm like really tired of it because it's like so many people that I feel like, you know, like you know, talentless people. When I say talent, just it just be it, like me. It just I'm, I'm just agreeing. Talentless. Just, like I'm just tired of like okay. So to me, this is why I, what I this is why I stand strong. Like I don't care what you people think because they mean nothing to me. Like they are not adding anything to life. You understand <clears throat> what I'm saying? But to their own life and to whatever microcosm that they are putting their energy into, that's what they're doing. So for me, it's like a lot of these people mean nothing to me. If I see something that I don't really like or hear, and I'm like, mm, that's not my thing, block. I don't want to hear that shit. Um, I have a I have a very big thing when people send me certain things that I don't give a fuck about. You understand what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Like they like they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll they'll send it to my using my Instagram DM, and I'm like, well, why the fuck are you sending this to me? Or and then somebody may ask, they may ask me later, like, oh, why you ain't? Did you see what I sent you? Yeah, but I didn't care about it. It meant nothing to me. So. <laughs> Because it really didn't. You understand what I'm saying? I don't, like, there's certain things I may find funny in that moment if I'm scrolling left, but I don't want to, like, some of this shit don't mean anything to me. You understand what I'm like, saying? Like when somebody sends me a Kaya video. <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. But well, we I want to say- Is that a topic, Kaya? No, well, the same, the same, the same, the same, the same game. The same game. You say, hang with um, B. Simone, hang with Kaya. And then no, you better. Same. And I just told somebody this. The, now that you're mad at Trina, does not mean that you all of a sudden like inside with Kaya and her bullshit. Because I Fuck see a lot of that. people like, oh yeah, that's why Kaya, that doesn't make it right. That just means Trina just hit us stupid ass over there with Kaya. <laughs> Basically. No, I have to say something though. Um, and as it relates to Miss Miss Simone by the first name B, um, you know, <laughs> she's funny at a cookout, but when it comes to being on the stage, she falls flat on her face which is already flat, so she can't afford to really fall. Goodbye. Um, I'm in the same sentiments as Caesar. I, I don't care about her. And when Marcus sent me the clip, I was like, what, what the fuck is she saying now? I, I really don't care, but I'm like, as a person that has to touch on hot topics and things, I'm like, I have to force myself to even consider it. To and me, she's just another girl, another person to add to the long list of people that they need to listen. I don't listen. I don't care about this bitch either, but I sent, but I sent it because we needed to see this shit. Absolutely, and that's why I'm addressing it. And I thank you because she needs to be checked. Now I want to start something with the Butch Kings on the panel here. I think that we should not be using the T word. I don't think it's our place to be doing that. And then for me to, for us to be checking B. Simone on calling them that and then to use it just to describe, I don't think that's our place to do that. And then, um, so that's one thing. Um, I want to talk about what she said specifically. She was talking about, you know, trans women out here. And this always seems to be about trans women, but I'm just going to group the group to talk about both. She basically was saying that trans folks 
uh, basically misleading and there's still this misconception and myth about trickery, which is so dangerous. And this is why cis heterosexual people do not care about when trans folks lose their lives, specifically black trans women, because they, they think don't. they're out here tricking. They, well, she lost her life because she lied about who she says she was. They walk around here in their truth every single day. And guess what? Uh, more than often than not, probably 95 to 99% of the time, and if you think my percentage is high, oh fucking well, they be knowing what's up. These men know what's up, okay? Period. So ain't no fucking <clears throat> trickery. Yeah. Um, so this whole, we, we, we debunked that long ago and B. Simone need to stop her fucking shit. And guess what? You are so intimidated by the fact that men find them attractive and somehow you make competition with them. Stop competing, first stop competing with other women and also stop competing with trans women specifically. People don't even realize that they're using that, their heterosexuality is privilege. Yes. And cishet women are so threatened by genitals, perceived genitals. They are threatened by HIV and AIDS. That, that's what makes them so up in arms about gay men. They're up in arms about trans women because it's a threat to, you know, their baby making and their family making and, and legacy making in their minds. It's so fucking stupid. It's ridiculous. Have they ever really listened to a trans woman? Yes, Emery, you are absolutely right. These men know what's up. And these women are living in their truth every day. Yeah, let me get your opinion on something. Um, there was a trans march uh, in Brooklyn a couple weeks ago. And uh, shout out to my girl, Sin. Cynthia, she's on the cast for those that know. She went to the um, to the march and um, she her brother's gay. So she and her, uh, her brother dresses up sometimes. <laughs> so he goes and drags. So they, they went out and whatever. They went out early and she said that she was really shocked and hurt that that she seen it was packed to whatever it was packed as hell, but that she didn't see any really black people there like that. How do y'all feel about that? Well, we... I've been saying it. I'm sorry, I've been saying it all week. I want to get this point out. People are pretending that they care about trans lives. They keep saying. Don't say anything about trans lives because it's under one umbrella. That, that means the LGBT community is covered too. If, if they wouldn't have to scream it if it was being acknowledged. And by y'all saying that, it's almost like a shame. You know what I mean? Like y'all don't have to mention gay people. Y'all don't have to mention, it's like a shame. And also, fucking idiot cishet people, you're indirectly implying by doing that, that their lives don't matter. Boom. So sick of the bullshit. Stop fucking pretending. Jason, you over there had the analytical face on. What do you think? <laughs> Start reading my face. I, I you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate here. I think, I think what happens is, is oftentimes, with cis, cis uh, black people and um, cis heterosexual black people and people that fall in the L LGBTQIA plus community, 
uh, umbrella. I think that there's a, a war going on with them, an interior, uh, internal war. You have they're directly battling with their their blackness and their the other, right? So for different people, it's different things because there is a privilege to being white. We, we got that. Then, then, then there's a privilege to being male, right? To when you're a white gay male, there is a privilege to that. If not, the gay clubs wouldn't be separated. But, but in 2020, between what, what you consider the white gay clubs and what you consider the black gay clubs, right? I'm sure every city has a you know the area that that that's the gay area, which is the white gay area, and then there's the club that the black people, gay people go to. It's not the same thing. <clears throat> So I think uh, just just like women have a certain duality that they have they, that internal conflict where they have to decide because these are two things that you are born you know you you can't <clears throat> both things you are you are born I think you're born a woman and you're born black so if there is a there's a fight for you as a woman and then there's a fight for you as a black person and there is a struggle on you know people like I think people like Oprah have this struggle. Are you what, what's more important to you, your womanhood or your blackness, right? And you have to make a decision. And I think for for black people that are LGBTQI plus are have to kind of black people you fight for the interest of what what is you. So because they, sometimes I think they they don't they have they're trying to focus on the black issue because that's their issue that they have to deal with directly. You know that the LGBTQI plus is. It is their issue, but it is their it is their cross to bear for somebody else if that is not what you identify as. So that you know, they it's kind of like um, they're busy focusing. I think a lot of times trying to fight for themselves that they don't have time to understand or or want to understand to try to to fight for somebody else's struggle at the same time simultaneously. I think often that times that's a battle that people have to go through. You know, black trans women have, are, are to me often dejected and, and put at the extreme bottom of the totem pole because they fall under all of those things. They fall under all those those micro, those micro <laughs> they break down, they fall down. The last thing is a black trans woman. So, you know, what what is your struggle? Your struggle is a blackness. You go to the front line as a black person, as a trans person, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's kind of difficult, I'm, I'm sure, for, for, for some people to, to fight, to figure out. It ain't nothing to figure out. They're black women. They, they present are. themselves as black women. That's yeah, it. but, and but black people, black people, don't, black people don't look at it like that. It's you guys, and, and, and are black well, and they, are, they can't can see. Walk and chew gum yeah. at the same time, you don't have to choose, my friend. You don't have to choose. Y'all are black and gay. That's it. And somebody, but somebody has to tell. Somebody has to let them know that because because these these are all fights that that are are fairly new. Even if again the, the fight in your blackness has been going on for now, we're not going to say 450 years, but for at least the last 50 years. So if if, if we're still struggling in that fight, these other new things that that we're learning as we come along have definitely. And I'm not going to say they don't take precedence, but shit, we're still trying to figure out the, how to fight for your blackness. <laughs> I think that I think that point of view to um, Caesar's question is the fact that. You know, white people don't really have to fight for much. I mean, mm -hmm. they'll fight. They'll fight for, um, you know, they to them. They'll fight for I can see cups. They'll fight for dogs. <laughs> they'll fight for you yes, know anything. And, and I'm not trying to. And I'm not trying to equate dogs to them being at the march more than black people. But I do think that that white people. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like they don't. don't. I, I just feel like they don't. Um, they t to me, they're there because they don't mind. 
Right. They're they, freed they, they, up. They, they, they're they freed up they, to think about that. They they're don't mind to, to fight with those people. Yeah, they. <laughs> you know, they can do it. You know, and I and I'm not. And I'm, and all I'm saying is, I'm not surprised that the crowd's more white. Right. Um, it's unfortunate, but black people have a long way to go. Um, with the LGBT community and the trans community, and th- that's all I can say. I can't even say I have an opinion about it. I can I can only just say that I, I'm not surprised. I just don't think I should have to separate my identity. At one point, I exactly. was a person that I, I was very much a person like I'm black first because you know that's what you see. Da, 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 da. But my identity is intersectional. I can't separate the fact that I'm black, that I'm gay, that I'm queer. Or I'm black and a and woman. So I'm one. Yeah, I'm one whole person. And so that's why I have the opinion that I have that black trans women do if they don't want to support the black trans, I mean the black lives. Y'all don't gotta fight for these niggas if you don't, don't want to. to. When the black cis black men are one of the main people killing them. Like, you know, if that's how they feel, then I have to respect that. I right. I support them fully. If they don't want to respect, they don't want to they don't want to march for Black Lives Matter, they don't have to. They don't have to fight for these niggas. They don't have to. And I will not judge them for it. And and the gays either. About respectability politics too, because I, I, you know, I think we've been emphasizing the need for um, us LGBTQ folks, LGBTQ plus folks, to speak up and educate um, these people who are ignorant and don't want to do research. And I I think that people that are homophobic, people that have decided they. People who have decided to stick and sit in their transphobia and their homophobia and transphobia, I'm sorry, transphobia and homophobia, that they don't want more information. And no matter what we tell them, they already there. It's really nothing they can do. People that want to seek to understand things will do their research. And especially if they claim to be friends with these people, they will listen, like Lindsay said, and recalibrate and uncondition, um, you know, get out of that indoctrinated way of thinking like this is the way things are and so um i don't really know what to say i think that this idea that we have to provide free education to people that don't want to learn is fucking ridiculous it is to me um our voices have been we've been speaking for a long time shouting our voices have been not heard and that's on their deaf ear not on us because we've been talking for a long fucking time about what we need and who we are. Okay. So moving away from a little heavy, did you <laughs> did you guys see the Insecure for, uh, season four finale? No. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a finale? Or no, I haven't seen it. Um, do I need to hop, do I need to hop off and get on spoiler for me? I'll mute my phone. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, I'm a, I like to let let it build up so I can watch a few episodes without having to watch like the first. Really? I mean, without having to. Uh, okay, you don't want us to ruin it for you. Yeah, I'm uh, a person like you know if it's really good, I don't want to be like, damn, I can't wait till next week. I, I mean, let, like, it's only, stop. It's only stop. like a total of seven minutes that we can talk about. Um, <laughs> oh, um, next next time we vote on. I'm gonna uh, go into it without talking about the episode. I think I can do that. Okay. okay. I feel like um. Well, first, let me say I loved the season. I felt like there was a lot of fluff in a lot of the episodes sometimes. This is what I felt. There was a lot of fluff. But when it got to the shit, they got to the shit. 
and it was and I and I will say that I think that a lot of it was shot really nice. Um, you know, I love pretty much all the characters on there. Um, I, I I felt, you know, when you wanted you like waiting on this food so bad, and you like, <laughs> like you had like you you know you just knew like you had your mouth all fixed up for it. Like this is the food. Like you're driving, and you like oh, and you like got it all in your mind, and then you go to the restaurant and you get the food and. Oh, it, it's packed heavy, and you just oh, you ready, and you get to there, and you eat, and it's, it's it's cool. It's all right, but, but it's just not. It even smells good. Could have used a little <laughs> bit more salt. You kind of overcooked the meat, but you know, you know. <laughs> but it just didn't. But yeah, it just didn't give you what you was waiting on all day. That's what I. I I will always support this show because me, me too. you know I, I will. Like, we, there's nothing else like it. Um, I, I do like what it stands for, and you know it's a black show that I do like enough. Me too. Now, if I'm being honest about some of the writing, it's a little bit lazy. It's a little bit lazy. Lazy. And that finale was anticlimactic. You know, it's come on. What are we doing here? But part of it, I do want to say, is probably not their fault. HBO, at this point, with the popularity and rise of demand to watch this show, should be saying that they deserve an hour-long episode, or at least 45 minutes. You know, they deserve it. And I think with, with uh, as a person that I consider myself a writer, with the type of plot that they're trying to touch on, with, with the time that they're given and the episodes that they have, they don't really have much room. Like, for in the finale, they spent a lot of time on a character that did not even really, wasn't even a main character. Um, and to me, that that's part of the problem. If they had more space to really fill that time slot, it would have been better. Um, <laughs> I even, Emery, I even questioned, I it was funny because I even questioned, I said, um, was this still filming when COVID started and they couldn't finish? Because I was a little <laughs> bit like... <laughs> <laughs> No, for real. That's like, how I felt. That's how I felt. I'm like, okay, they were trying to make it work and see what they could do. And I and I definitely, you and know, have it was actually some of those episodes were to me the best episodes ever for this series. Right. Like, um, what episode? It, it was like one of those last three episodes before the finale. Those episodes to me were actually really good. I was like, okay, we getting somewhere. Um but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Cheers. I want better. I want better for them. Okay, so yeah, we can't really spoil, so we can't even go into about the <laughs> situation with Lawrence. I, I do wanna, maybe I can ask this question, and maybe this isn't ruining anything. Okay. Um, what do you do when you're trying to reconcile with an ex, and they have baggage that has not been closed mm. off or issues that have not been closed off with somebody they were just currently dealing with. Depends on the baggage. Definitely depends on the baggage. Depends on the baggage. Depends on the situation. Depends and, on the and, ex. And, and, and depends on the <laughs> motherfucking person. <laughs> like, I ain't also, about to keep doing this with you. It also, some people, some people it, like baggage. Yeah, they, some people do. They thrive off that. Are you talking about me? Uh, no, yeah. not today. <laughs> not today. Um, I think that no. it also depends on 
if it's worth it. Like, because some baggage, as we all know, you're going to meet people with baggage and you got to also see if you're willing to help carry that baggage, if you're willing to help empty that baggage with them, or if you're willing to throw that fucking bag away. So it's kind of like, it's, it's got to depend on the situation and the person to see if it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? And then there's some, there's some baggage that you just don't want to even deal with, keeping it real. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think that I, I'm not trying to reconcile with you when you're still in communication with somebody you're supposed to be done with. That's my main concern. You're answering phone calls for this person. You know, you you are on your way to meet this said person. Exactly. What the fuck? Me and you ain't got shit. To I ain't gonna about. get into the deep. And you trying to, you know, let's say <clears throat> hypothetically that you invited me on dates to talk and. You still and got you answering on. the phone for this bitch, girl. Like, make that make sense. No, this sounds this sounds very cliche. Who's the it writer does. of this show? It does. <laughs> Who's the writer of this show? Wow, it's it's Issa. So I want to say Lindsay. I swear I want to say Lindsay. But she knows um, Issa Ray and also this guy. I can't think of his name. Oh yeah, but I but I mean, I like their writing though. I do. I do they like have some good content on the on the YouTube Prentice channel. That's some really good content on the YouTube channel. That's it's his okay. name, Prentice Penny. Yeah, I mean, but I don't know. This last episode, I wasn't too thrilled with. I didn't. There was just certain. I just thought it was lazy. And one thing in particular, using it as a plot device, is lazy. <laughs> I mean, it brought out some some in, in, in interesting thing. We can't talk about it now. But I, I, I actually yeah. wanted to talk about that. No, I can because... say this. I felt the postpartum thing. I'm going to tell you what I didn't like about that. That's very real. But did it? It was like we've seen little notes of what was going on with her after she had the baby. But they didn't go into any type of great, great depth into it for us to really be invested into that part. So it was kind of like. It was kind of like they just threw that on us. And it it, it like, literally gave. Oh, shit. We forgot to talk about. Who had a baby? And it was so anticlimactic. We, it was weird. Right. Like, because, they triggered, because they minimalized the it so much. At the, they put it to the end. And, to, and let's be real, postpartum is very real for women. So I feel it's like- very they, much they, a real thing. They yeah. said, well, Prentice and Issa were speaking about it, uh, that, that, that storyline in particular. And they said they wanted it to, to end on that note because usually when you see postpartum depicted in, in shows, it's like, I didn't know what to do. But that's not necessarily it either. I had something totally different in my mind. You know, like, I would have wrote that better. Sorry. I would have. I would have written that better. It needed some more meat in that sandwich. A little bit more meat. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of vegan. Yeah. <laughs> With no it was, cheese. It needed some more meat or it was kind of vegan because that's vegan. Two different areas, two different vegan. ends of the spectrum. All right, so move and no offense to my vegans out there. Love you guys. Um, <laughs> okay, be careful. Thing, uh <laughs> okay, Cardi and Doja resisting cancel culture. Uh let's what do you guys what let's talk about that. What do you guys what is that about? What's going on? Well, I've been taking notice to something that's been going on on Twitter, and those who just released a new song, like, I think it's like, Ain't Going Nowhere or something. I don't know. She was talking about how she's not going nowhere. Um, because she's, people are still trying to cancel her for her, um, you know, colorism. And they're claiming they're racism, but I do want to be clear. 
she's black, she can't be racist. <laughs> she can hate right. who she is. She, just she can... can't. <laughs> <laughs> so you need to stop that one. But colorist or you know, self-hating, whatever. Um, and then something resurfaced with Cardi B about her saying the roach comment. Um, and she had to clarify once more that, you know, that is part of New York jargon. You know, this it is really colloquial is. language. And, <clears throat> and, and the only reason I'm going to say this because it took for me to move to, and I was only in White Plains, New York, but the times I used to frequent the Bronx and stuff, I did hear people saying roach. And it had no particular face. It had no particular face. I do think that Cardi has to be careful especially when you have a certain platform, like where, who you directing those comments to, especially when it's being consistently directed at a certain group of people, people might start connecting the dots, but she claiming that's not the case. And I don't know. I don't know. It's on a long list of problematic what, things. What do y'all think about can, this, you know, cancer culture in general? I'm sorry. I think I think that we have lowered the bar so much Ooh. that we that we um that we say, oh, uh, listen, people have been celebrities for years without saying stupid, ignorant shit out of their mouth. Only today do we let these people, you know, say whatever they want to say, and it's like, oh, well, you know, this is this is what we say. You know, it's it's really exhausting. Um, mm. My thing is, but should everybody get already have social media? What I what I was what I was. <laughs> What's that have to do with about saying something ignorant? People been that, no. That you to do made with... a connection. You said that celebrities have not been saying ignorant things for years, but I think that social media has allowed people to reveal their stupidity in a way that we didn't get to see. And everybody the... has a voice, and they can. And now it's it's unfiltered. They don't have to go through nobody. They don't have a publicist But should everybody be canceled for making a uh, ignorant comment? No, no, but, but I think no, it's in, I think it's up to you. What's important to you, to you as an individual? You have the right to to purchase or support. You also have the right to not purchase or support. Right. It's very, it's very simple. What but are you gonna feel about when they go and search like their tweets and things from like ten years ago, five years when they were teenagers? Yeah, I think that's not fair. I don't think that's. I don't think. I, I honestly don't think it's it's fair because uh, I just I just feel like everybody's subject to grow and change, and you cannot hold everybody hostage, especially since we forgive so easily. This is I think cancel culture is okay if if we're not letting everybody just do this. Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I learned the walls of my ways because that should be fake to me. It's like you get caught out there and they're like, oh, they come up with an apology. Oh, I'm sorry. I did. I, I had to learn. You learned yesterday because you just sent an apology today. That's the thing that irritates me with the cancel culture. And I, and again, like I love comedy, right? I, I When they cancel comedians, it kind of blows my mind because comedy is an art form where you should be allowed to say that, you know, the, the I think the beauty in comedy is saying taboo things and getting a laugh at them, right? You know, <clears throat> if you do it equally, if you poke fun at everybody, if I poke fun at, at Black people, white people, gay people, straight people. If you find, because there is there's funny comedy and truth sometimes. But I, mm-hmm. but if you cancel everybody and then tomorrow they're allowed to apologize and be right back where they are, then it's, we, we've defeated, they defeated their purpose to me. The bar is lowered. The bar is extremely low. <laughs> well, as far uh, as the arts, I don't know. Like, here's the thing, especially like with comedy and stuff like that. My My belief is that you know 
in art you're allowed to be irreverent i get that part but there's certain there's certain language nowadays there's certain things that are being perpetuated that ain't funny right that just ain't funny but however won't cancel you once again is your prerogative as an individual and what is important to you like mm -hmm. i have a love hate relationship for dave chappelle did i like that last set where he said those transphobic things where he said that whole i did not like that bit i did not like his bit about rape culture because i'm a woman i did mm -hmm. not like it however i do appreciate i do appreciate that he stands in the fact in his irreverency and that in his art, that is what he's going to do. And I have the choice to support it, listen to it, watch him or not. That's basically it. The only person they ever canceled was Azalea Banks and that's a shame. <laughs> but she need to keep her fucking mouth shut about Lizzo. Then, then maybe, then maybe. Oh God! Uh, don't, <laughs> don't get me started on Lizzo because I got my opinions. Azalea's a, I'd like to hear it. I'd Azalea, like to hear it. I have such a hate, a love hate with Lizzo. I mean, with Lizzo. Uh, Azalea, like, I think she's uber fucking talented. She like, is. I think that she is even better than the most of the better than most of the bitches that people live for. Um. Some of the shit that she says is just stupid, but then a lot of the other stuff she says is very, it be on point when you really be on get point. It. She's one of those, yes. You be um, like, there's Damn. always a girl in the truth what somewhere. Comes, but yeah. what comes through for her so much is that her, she has like a certain bitterness about her that comes very strong. Mm. And I think that it's just a shame because she's so talented. And I wish she, she would shut the fuck up a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, it's so difficult because it's like, I, I I agree with you. I think that she is super talented. And I actually, I was rooting for her to really make it. I, I still remember when 1991 came out. Uh, what's it, 1991? Y'all still, still holding on to 1991. It was good. Well, it was good. I, but that whole era. <laughs> um, See, especially with Hell, like you just said, it makes me mad because... Some of these girls that's rapping now, they are just like trash to me. I'm just being real. I, I, I actually can rap. Like who? Like who? It's not about like sweet. I don't really care. I mean, it's a, like, and I'm gonna say Leave my people, daughter alone. I don't really care about the city girls. Like, okay. Like, I don't care. like to me, like some of that song, like the act up and all that, I get it. It's funny. But to me, all that shit sounds the same. All of it. And I don't think I think that there's a lot of men and so many other people that sound the same. I mean, the weekend. I agree with race. you. I totally agree. So, but I'm just saying. I, I just think in this day and age, it's just like yeah, that's their brand. It's some. It's something for everybody, yeah. I guess. Trash. 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 Something for everybody. Trash. <laughs> Trash. Now, uh, yeah, uh, Jason. Now, people want to know uh, what's up with Lizzo. Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm going to be honest, and I don't really, you know. Uh oh! Don't care who likes it. I don't think I don't think Lizzo is that talented. She cannot okay. sing. They make it seem like Lizzo is out here crooning. Lizzo is not a jumper. great singer. She had, there is an entertainment value to Lizzo for sure. I'm rooting for all things black, so I'm here for it. 
I'm definitely rooting, you know, I, I, I definitely root for for plus women and, 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 and dark skinned women. I root for them because I think everybody representation matters. Everybody needs a chance and everybody deserves that time in the spotlight. Do I think that she's pushed a little bit more in, in spite of how untalented she is to make others feel okay about themselves, about pushing a certain person? Because also what came along with cancel culture is the is uh everything is right and and that the new culture that there's no wrong uh and that is terrible to me <laughs> there is a there is an air of people are scared to say when something sucks for fear of being canceled or for fear of billy porter is horrible on the red carpet to me most times to me <laughs> but they will throw they will throw him they will throw him in a in a high heel cowboy boot a wide leg pant and a ridiculous hat and put him on the best dress list because nobody wants to be take the brunt of saying that that this queer person Lizzo's no Billy Porter. <laughs> Lizzo Lizzo's the most talented woman we have brought up in this conversation. Now I don't agree. I don't disagree. And she's going to be around. And she's going to be around for years. I don't disagree. So, I don't deal, disagree so with, deal with those it. Those two are not. Those two are. Those two aren't mutually exclusive. Her being the most talented person in this conversation. And her being talented, and, are and we exclusive. can bring up a lot more. That means others. Black, that just means others. That just means others are trash too. But I think that people are afraid trash. to say because who do you listen to? I think to? people. Are, hear me out. I think people. Are, I think people are afraid to say when they don't like something Lizzo does. They don't want to be the person to down the to down the plus girl. Uh, you know what I mean? To 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 down the black woman in in this in this era of of cancel culture. We we put up with a lot of. In reference to ballroom, y'all can y'all can attest to this. There are a lot of there are certain houses that can't take a chop. Like they they don't teach their their <laughs> house members that it's okay to get chopped because you come back stronger. That's the why you chop my member like as if everybody as if a chop isn't deserved. Sometimes you can't chop nobody. It's it's the same it's the same logic. It's the same pathology that everything is every, you can't say anything about nothing because you don't want you don't want the, the backlash of it. But some of it all ain't good. It's all not good. It's all not I just, good. Real quick, we can, something resurfaced from a long time ago. My main thinking, well, thought is, is your current way of thinking still in alignment with that? And a lot of these people end up failing because they prove to reveal, they, they reveal themselves that they do that still think that way. They feel the same way. They're still dumb. They're still homophobic. They still so, colorist. They still you're usually given an opportunity, and that's why they usually get canceled. Like, oh, you you still <laughs> you still feel right. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. but, but 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 a lot of shit Billy Porter wear on the red carpet is horrible. But go ahead. I agree. <laughs> so, but but People Magazine is gonna throw him on the best dress list and put him on the cover. And say, look at what he wore. He looks so oh, oh, amazing tonight. I don't know if it's because I'm sleepy or whatever's on my brain. But you know another thing I don't like? I don't like when there <laughs> you go. <laughs> I don't like when, okay, so you see how like you said what you ever said about Billy Ford or whatever it is. And then like I feel like we're also in a mindset now that we have to be forced to like things because we have to represent all the time. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it's like if like I may find someone horrible, and it has nothing to do with anything but the fact that I think that they're fucking horrible. So, mm -hmm. and, and 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 that's all. <laughs> and but by I me mean, voicing that, that means that I'm hating or I'm not supporting or I'm against it. But that's not true. It's just that, in my opinion, 
this particular individual, whatever it is, and I'm not talking about Billy Porter because I like Billy Porter. I'm doing my overall. It could be anything. How dare you say something about that when you know oh. that it's like you you hit the nail on the head. It, you either you either you either you either you hate or you or you either you live for it or you can't take it. And and there's they, they don't allow room for nuance. There's no room for gray area anymore. There can be both. Because we live in an either or society now. It's either you like Rihanna or you like Beyonce. God forbid you like both. You either you like, you know, it, that that like you me. like either you, you look troubled. Cardi Very black you, and white. You're not allowed to enjoy both of them because because we don't allow room for a gray area anymore. When there is oh you can like both. You can, you know, I know I, I know so, like I'll, I'll say a name to you later when we get off of here, Caesar. But there's somebody that we know again. If you don't ride with all that bullshit, you can't take them you hating on them. You can't take you hating on them. No, sometimes I just want to correct you and I don't like everything that you produce and that's okay. I'm a I'm a Beyonce fan. I don't, I don't like every single Beyonce track to come out. But if you say one bad thing about it, oh, you I like music. I like, I like music. If, if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's if not. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. I, I, and, I, and I don't, there's not, that's not one person that I stand out for for the event. Like, I would die for them. That's not me at all. I love jazz. Yeah, I'm not that person. My, 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 my mama don't sing good enough for me to die for. I don't know about it. I love Janet Jackson since I was a kid. I love fucking Mariah. I love, I mean, I, it's like, I love music, especially if it's too right. much as me. I'm good on that. But I we've mean, always been that me. way. You had either you had to like Mariah or you had to like Whitney. And I'm not that person. I like. I don't, think, I don't think. I don't think it used to be like that at all. I think that well, everybody I mean, like Mariah. Right now, it's kind of like either or. You know, it was, he was a, Diana Ross fan. Yeah. He was a Tina Turner I still, I still go through that. For example, I'm listening. Mother. I'm listening. To, I'm in the car. <laughs> Anybody that knows me, I play all type of music in the car. I'm in the car with somebody, and I play a few Mariah. So they're like, "Oh, you like Mariah?" I'm like, "Yes, I do." If I play with, oh, you must like Mariah more than Whitney. No, I like both. You know what I'm saying? If you good, you're good. And me, I love music. So and I don't care who it is. If it touches me, it touches me. I like Lana Del Rey. I mean, I like all type of music. That's just me. So. <laughs> no, I used to be a big fan of her. I need her to shut her fucking mouth, too. Yeah. But, um, but, but can I tell you something about it? I want to tell you something about it. A lot of these motherfucking people that do <laughs> anything, I don't give a fuck what they think. I just want them to sing. Just sing. I don't need them. I don't care about their opinions in life. You're, I, yeah. When I go to um, Apple Music or fucking Title, I go press that shit. I play it, and that I don't give a fuck what they feel about that's me. It. I just want to hear their songs. I like whatever their music does for me in that moment. That's all I care about. That's me. All so I'm moving on, say, Jay. Oh wait, go ahead, Emery. End it up. No, all I was gonna say is that um, when it comes to liking artists, uh, you just spoke about people being forced to like certain artists. And I'm not speaking for you, but I'm speaking for some of these people. Um, some of these people literally have these natural biases, these natural um, things and ways of thinking that they already, it, and it happens on an unconscious level, subconscious, unconscious level. Yeah. They've already set up in their mind, this motherfucker don't stop calling me bitch. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, set up in the minds that they're not going to like a person simply because, oh, gay, oh, trans, oh, big, you know, yeah. and it happens like that. What, and so that's I'm like, do you not like their music? Do you think they're trash? Or is it because of this? Have you Whatever. really given them a shot? And that's all I got to say for those people. 
Yeah. The door is closed. The door uh, is closed. So uh, Kenya Moore wants Vivica Fox and Real Housewives of Atlanta. What is that about? Oh, uh, so Kenya. She wants somebody. She wants her on the show. No, <laughs> Kenya. I don't know if it was a joke or not, but Kenya made a statement saying that um, she thinks that um, Vivica Fox should be on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. They and hate each other. That's why she needs somebody. Which to be is why they was gagging that she said that. But no, the shade is Vivica kind of has. She's on the bad side of me too now. Yeah, for she, making she, that she, that quote comment. And so, um, with you people, know, in my opinion, it's time to shake up the whole cast for real. Um, no, I think they're supposed to be adding two new women they plan to add next season. And um, I think Vivica should be up for discussion. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to, she wants Vivica. But Vivica doesn't like, like Vivica. Me, not and her really and Vivica want, into it. But Vivica's not going to want, because Vivica looks at that, looks at that type of show and those women as less than who she is in her career. Yeah. I feel like that too. Yeah. Yeah. So she, so for her to go. Well, no, why she can't feel that way no more though. Because she's on um, Fox Soul with Claudia <laughs> Jordan <laughs> with Miss Singh from Players but, Club. Um, but still, in all, she probably still feels like she's on there with with credible people having comp girl talk. She can't feel that way with her wig line, well, I, with her that cast lineup. In her defense, she just did a movie, and I think it was probably her for, foray back into Hollywood. With a few heavy hitters, I just saw like. Wasn't she Independence Day? She was in a no, lot no, of good no, no, movies no, back no. in the something day. Something very recent. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, no, something very she was, recent. She was in a lot of movies, Marcus. Yeah, she's she she's a she has the right <laughs> to feel that icon. way. She's she has an the right icon. to feel that way. I don't want her well, to do the show. Local, I mean, local legend. These girls are getting millions of dollars per season now. Like, if she can pass up on that in her current day, then mm, go ahead. First off, Vivica Fox will work take any show. She works. She Vivica don't turn on two people that don't turn that work is Vivica Fox and and uh what's what's Sam Jackson. <laughs> what is her name? Dark skin. You said she was original on the in original Dream Girl. <laughs> she played Lorel in the original Dream Girl. Lorel. Oh no, the original Lorel. Lorel Devine. Lorel Devine Vivica Fox don't turn down nothing. Loretta Devine is a legend. Loretta Devine is, but they don't turn down no work. Jennifer, Jennifer Lewis either. Jennifer Lewis, the, Jennifer Lewis would turn down something, but but Loretta Devine, they be when he turned down her collar. They don't. She turn. They turns down no work. They don't touch anything. <laughs> they they do. All it's right, so I, I want the money. <laughs> how do y'all feel? I want you to sound off. The Karen videos are trending, and white women are offended. They are offended. <laughs> Again, they Karen, they'll be referred to as Karen. Um, did y'all wait, wait, real hold up? Did y'all see that video? Yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. The one who called, she beat her ass. You said oh, that one, that one. I want to know how do y'all feel about that? Like, should she up? I mean, what should it be real? Should she have just sucked it up and cursed her out and kept the movie? No. She whipped her ass, no, like no, she should have no. beat her ass. Whoop her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. That old bitch was very defiant. And I'm gonna tell you what makes and I'm gonna tell you what makes me sick with these people. And I'm tired, so that's what's happening right now. I'm like going everywhere. These bitches be having some gall and a fucking audacity. Like mm-hmm. you go up, they be thinking, I'm gonna tell you where they how the privilege 
gets them so fucked up and has them so brainwashed for themselves. They feel like they can go in somebody's face. And I'm going to say, I don't give a black, white, whoever. Do you get what I'm saying? And they're going to get in it and they're going to taunt them. And they're going to play with them and think that nothing, that old white bitch thought, that old white bitch thought it was choice. And she thought that she was going to stay in this, <laughs> this black woman's face. No, she really choice. thought it was choice. And, and, and call her a nigger and really think that because because she's white and old, that this that this black bitch won't do all the anything things that have to protect her. Wrong, she won't do yeah. anything to me. That's what this fucking bitch thought. Yep. And oh, there's no way in this world this black trash. You understand what I'm saying? Would well, even think about doing it. And then this woman had to beat her fucking ass. Beat her motherfucking ass. How is a person who can probably barely carry a gallon of milk sitting here being <laughs> loud and tough in a fucking grocery store? This they woman, are so because they feel so empowered by their thank body, you. By their, they feel so empowered by their whiteness. They feel so they, these so things have protected them for head. so long. Their whiteness, the age, the um and and it, but it's, woman it's, again, it's partly our fault. It's partly our fault because we we let them get a pass along. We should have been beating ass. It ain't my motherfucking fault. Well, we well the reason why, but listen, but listen, we know the reason why we've given it passes for so long because we know that the, the 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 fury and the fucking retribution that falls down on us if we when whenever we have acted back or have decided to strike back. I mean, let's if be you honest, ask me, we are too polite to the oppressor. We have we we have to uh, but, 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 we have but, to grow out of a yes sir yes ma'am mentality. But Jason, we but, have we have, but, but okay, but still, no, we have been forced into that. We have been bred yeah, into more exactly. respectability that, politics. No, it, Respect, a, we want to be nice. <laughs> okay. I, let me tell okay. you, I tell people all the time, I do not believe in peaceful protest. I do not. I say it three times. I do not believe in peaceful protest. I do not yeah. believe in peaceful protest. You will never, you will never see the sheep sit in silent protest of the wolves eating them. Because only thing that gives is the wolves a silent meal. That is it. Okay. That's, that's just my I opinion. believe, yes. The mm. same one that's telling us that people <clears throat> protest, these white people are out here protesting that they couldn't get haircuts, that they didn't have their Starburst cuts for Christmas, that their dog <laughs> had to wear leashes in the public park. Shut the fuck up. You know, it, it, it's loud and angry and violent as white people can be in places of customer service. Okay. In places of customer service. And how quick and just how quick they're able to like dip into their manipulation tactics. You understand what I'm saying? Because you know, if let's say the cops would have came in there, you know the way that she would have painted that picture that this oh, yeah. that this aggressive black woman, you know, dared speak yeah. up to her yeah. or dared got in her face. You understand what I'm saying? Allegedly, she got like, arrested. They go from they go from being emboldened and empowered to uh, being victim and passive. Amy, I mean, Amy in the park. She knew what she was doing when she got on that phone. She knew what she was doing by saying, Definitely. oh, this black man and plain scared. She knew what she was doing. They know that the power that they have over us and the fear that we have of the police and so, mm -hmm. we have a retribution from these people. They know what we feel. So they use that. Term. I got So I have a big question for you guys, right? And I'm just having this conversation with my two little sisters on my two younger sisters on yesterday. So did you all see the video of the 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 guy that was recording the lady and she was he was dumping trash on her property and she said, Don't you yeah. know, don't dump trash on my property. He began to No, I didn't see that. 
so she was he was dumping trash on her property. She came out of her house and said, This is my property, don't jump dump trash on my property. And she, you know, she was telling him not to dump. He began to turn the camera on her and tell her, You're gonna be famous now. I'm gonna get you, you know, you finna da da. And she, she I will say she wasn't disrespectful. She, I think personally, she believed she had a right to say, Nigga, don't dump trash, not digger, but don't dump trash on my property. She didn't use any epigration epithets. She was just confronting a person throwing dumping loads of trash on her property. I I was talking to my sister and I said, I we had, I think we had to be careful how we weaponize uh, our, in this time, our camera, because I don't think she was in the wrong. And there is a, there is something to a want to being a woman too. And I think we, we can't be quick to not hear all women out when, 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 you know, it's a, the misogyny has allowed us to, to, to villainize Karens, but you don't see us doing it to, to white men, not nearly as much as they do it to white women. Because because our misogyny makes us attack the the woman. White women are more dangerous than white men in the way that they use their whiteness. Period. Mm. It's white men. White men are more upfront. You know, you you you, you see think so? it when you, you see think white yes. men are more upfront. White women will smile. They'll act like, <laughs> and the moment they have a chance, they will cry. They will turn on you. They will show you who they are. White men don't really act like they use if they don't use. That's my experience. But white women can change. Oh, they they'll, rock you. they'll rock you to sleep too. Now let's not get it fucked up. I was about to say, I feel like I feel like white 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 people in general do that. But I just I just noticed that the, the you know I, it's a it's a funny Instagram page. Y'all should go follow called Damn Karen TV. Trevor Noah said the white woman is the most dangerous person in America. Look, know it's some powerful shit. Has said some powerful stuff recently. I don't know. Uh, I think it's a valid critique, though, that we don't really have a name for white men. Yeah, we don't. We don't villainize yeah. the media the way we're doing it to women because of the misogyny in it. I think you know. And and here here this man was he was weaponizing. He was doing what uh, what the white women would have to do in the black men. He was saying, "I'm gonna make. I'm gonna put you. Everybody's gonna know your name. You can be on camera now. You bother me." And she wasn't bothering. Him. She was saying, "Don't come dump your trash on my, in my yard." I mean, he was like dumping trash. He wasn't like. He threw trash over there. He was I like coming and dropping his shirt off in a low. And I don't that condone that. That's yeah. he, told her, he told trying. her to address. He told her to address his business, his truck, his, you know, whatever the business was that was on the truck he was driving. Apparently, he felt like he had a right to be there. I don't know the fucking story. I don't trust her. Anywhere. I saw but it, but I didn't see the trash part. I thought he had his truck in front of her property. Although he was so, dumping, he was dumping trash on our land. Maybe she was. Maybe she was right, but that's not up for discussion today. White women, white women are. No, I don't condone that type of behavior. Like, I don't condone that. Like, there are going to be, you know, with everything, there's going to be some people that'll be just be trying it, just to be trying it. You mean like when they get on the phone and they act like But the larger issue at hand is that, you know, come on, like, I'm up to my knees in slavery these days because I've been reading a lot about it. And, you know, we celebrated Juneteenth the other day, but what people don't really get is like there was a you know a june 20th (laughs) like Mm. the day after june and and the 12 years after juneteenth they literally took that time to take back seats in the republican party that were held by majority abolitionists and some black folk to basically institute institute what we know as the jim crow system so The white men particularly enacted these laws, um, used these certain caveats and things to circumvent black people from living decently. And this is all really about protecting 
not only their whiteness, but most their most prized possession. And Marcus is right, the white woman. They are mm -hmm. dangerous. They are mm -hmm. dangerous yes, in a way are. that we really don't even understand. Mm -hmm. It's a different strategy, but they're just as dangerous. Yeah. I love you. That's so fucking smart, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love my people. They're so fucking smart. <laughs> so let's move. Uh, Jason kind of talked about ballroom. How do you guys feel about Legendary? I think they just dropped episode five. I watched it five o'clock this morning. What do you guys <laughs> think of how is it going? What did you feel? Um, Leomi is a blessing to that cast. Um, yes. Hmm. Leomi is a blessing to that panel and she's very much needed. Um, I think her input on what bizarre was, I'm like, y'all don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. And she's trying Including to let y'all know what it is. At the end of the panel. Are you caught Specifically up? you. Are you caught up? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, um, but I want to start there, but y'all can go ahead. Well, let me say a few highlights and y'all can all go. Uh, highlights... I am loving Erica on here. Um, I've known Erica for a long time. Rapunzel, I'm loving her. I'm loving what she's doing. I'm just loving how she's like really, I feel like she's really like, okay. Like when she's with the kids and all that, I really feel like she's like, all right, y'all. I'm going to do whatever I got to do with y'all to make yeah. this happen. She's not relying on the kids to like, you know, pull it. I feel like I she's doing her thing. I really like she what she's doing. She be up in there giving hands. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever little tricks and stunts they can pull out, they doing. Um, I'm loving that. Um, the guy for the house of Jamari for the house of Balmain, mm -hmm. I feel like he is very talented across the board, extremely mm -hmm. talented. He's definitely um doing his thing as far as like doing everything that he's doing. The team, I think he's very strong himself. Yeah, yeah. I think he's really good. He's um, good for TV too. Ooh. Yeah, he is. No, um, and that, I didn't mean that in a bad way. I know. I'm no, no, I've been thinking. I've been trying to think. Because, I, I, he's good for TV, but I'm gonna say I haven't seen enough of it. Like I just, I can't explain it. Like when I think of good for TV, I think of something else. If y'all know what I'm saying, like I think it of doesn't always have to be negative or somebody playing. No, it up not even that. Not even that. <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't seen enough of him outside of his talent to say if he's like good for TV. He's good for TV in the fact that he the, the viewer is able to resonate with him. You can see his heart. You yeah, can see can a purity him. with him. Cares. Yeah. It translates on Got TV. You. Got you. Because I'm for people that don't know ballroom like that, they're like watching like, oh, his passion. His passion. He's really a father. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, I really liked the ninjas on here. I really fucking did. I really did. I liked them a lot. I really did. And I really felt Dolores when she like went home, but I felt because, you know, I know it's not easy for them either, you know, just the language barriers and them learning ballroom and they really, and them really loving ballroom and loving everything about it. And like, you have to understand for me, like I, you know, filming Vogue Nights and filming, oh, and seeing these girls travel every year and like really be dedicated to it and learning and asking questions and all that stuff and me knowing them. Um, mm -hmm. It just makes me, I'm glad that they made it on there. And I really did like, I feel like just for them, what they was bringing was was good. I think that they they, they added something to the show. So you don't think May I ask you a question though? Mm -hmm. I, I so you this is to everybody on the panel because all of you are like 
fully immersed in ballroom. I'm just a fan of ballroom, but I've made some observations. The House of Nin, do you really think they understand the culture? Yes. This is how no. I think. You mean like, what do you think you mean, about these, these the people outside like the of the country? I even feel they handle things differently and better than people that are like in, in, in like if they get chopped, it's just different things that they they, they get and that I see that happens and they handle it differently and better. This is how I feel. Uh, what do you so think about um, cis women being centered on something that's supposed to be like gay, for gay men? Not for gay men. It's not for gay men. I mean, gay men, trans women. No, but it, it, cis, cis, cis women have always played been a part of ballroom. It's just now, uh, well, within the last 10 years where, you know, with such an influx with Vogue and everything as far as them go. But I have no issue with that because I, I, I like what they was bringing to the show. I thought it was like a different whole aspect with them. I feel like they had their own flair. I like how they did. I really loved their last week when they did like the Amazon Greek thing. I loved that performance. I loved how they looked. I loved all of that. Um, to answer your to answer your question on do I feel like they I feel like it's when you see uh, the Asian people that sing sing soul music down <laughs> or when you see oh when you see them do hip hop <laughs> dance or when you see them do hip hop dance oh, they've mastered they've mastered the technique they have it they you, <clears throat> but you, there's something in the feeling that coming from that experience that you that you have to have experienced it to get this you can you can sing soul all day but if you haven't had that soul experience it doesn't hit the same that's right. why i don't care how no, good, i agree there's some of them that sing they sing mary j blige under the table but there's a soul in mary j blige's voice that you can't mimic you can't recreate you have to have come from that so no learn they, that. They, you can't you learn can't it. Learn you it. can learn technique you can learn you know you, you can have an innate talent for dance now that i agree you can hit the moves oh we can I agree with that, all day. totally. But there's a soul to me, in no it. one will be able to ever vote better than the queen. And that's how I feel. That's the known fact. It's, it's the <laughs> truth. It's something about the way that a queen connects with, yeah. with, with the music of like vocal that nobody, I don't care who it is, how yeah. vocal with some of them. It's like, a, it's like a big boy. You, a big boy from New York, on, when they pop it, lock and break, it's not going to feel the same as when those, yeah, them Asians, they look dope when they do it, but it don't have the same, it don't hit the same as when the, and the nigga on the Caldwell box in Times Square doing it. I do like Cheesecake. Cheesecake do be feeling something, though. I like Cheesecake, though. I love her, and she's a performer. I like Cheesecake, too. I want to... First of all, the ninjas, they should be proud of their resume and what they presented on the show. Um, And it did provide some means of diversity, so um, they should walk away feeling accomplished in what what they did. But I was about to just make a funny moment of... Like, some of the differences in how they interpret Vogue versus how we interpret Vogue um, she said, well, who was the, I think she said better at the end, right? Yeah. yeah. No, the other girl, Sharon. Shadow, <laughs> oh. okay. Sharon, Sharon. Whoever, girl, one of them girls, um, she went from doing like a, a hair spin or floor performance right into a duck walk. And it's just certain transitions that other girls wouldn't do like but, that. But, like, but, 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 yeah, but I, I gotta disagree with you, you're right. But for women's performance, it's a little bit different because women's Their performance is different. That's my point. Women's performance, they incorporate, that's what makes it kind of like a, a, their own category because they incorporate old way, new way femme. So that's why yeah. I like certain things because like when they do certain things with women's performance, if I seen a butch queen, I was like, girl, what are you doing? 
But if women perform, I get but it. you go to learn to appreciate it for like for what it is. Exactly. That's my women perform it, they kind of incorporate all the perform, you know, into their thing. They be busting exactly. out walking and they go to the duck walk and exactly. they do the fucking dip. So I get it. So it's a little bit different. I, when it's a category like that, I would judge it because the way that I know women's performance is supposed to be. I mean, exactly. how it is now. How it, it is, is what it is. Um, Law Roach, Law Roach, Law Roach, Law Roach, Law Roach. Um, he had his little mushroom bob this week. Um, he had his mushroom. <laughs> he tried to he tried to fill it and have a motherfucking moment. I, I, you know what I you know? Listen, I, when Laomi wait wait hold up when Laomi went to the thing, I was gonna be so I was so glad, but I, I mean, and but she I know she had to probably hold back too because it's TV and we don't know what they edited, but I feel like. I'm so tired of, and then I think that he kind of, kind of, kind of got scared of Leon because that voice got a little shaky and everything, like trying to go back and forth and stuff like that. I kind of feel like, Lord, like who are you, girl? Like, girl, who are you? Like, bitch, I don't. They told me he's like uh, this biggest stylist. I didn't even know who the fuck you were. He's and someone that had sat on the side of fashion shows all over the world. I don't know that bitch. And I'm, what he has said. And I don't care to know. And I just feel like, who are you? You had your little mushroom. That's probably the best you look since you've been on there. But right. um, <laughs> like, and you talk about the fashion and all, like, girl, you're late. Like, I don't. I, there's nothing about you that makes me feel you're late to me. Like, and then like, the, I, and you could just see that this the, the she picking like some of the time. Sometimes some of the people that she be saying like, oh, the, the fashion was amazing. I'm like, bitch, are you even looking? And right. like, like, no, I'm well, being for. Yeah, I'm just being real. I'm like, girl, what are you talking about? Like, well, I think he's is specifically there to let him tell it to judge the fashion and the looks. Right. Um, really? That should have been Eric Archibald, but that's a whole nother conversation. Thank you. At least he's from ballroom and knows ballroom. But. Mm, I'm, I think I'm going to just be quiet because this is going to be one of those cases where I'm going to say a lot of stuff. That's gonna make people think I'm I can't take it or I'm hating or and I don't want to be viewed like that. See, but I don't think you are because this is your culture and this is another thing. Like black people are never able to commodify things that we create. You know, we y'all just spoke about certain things that you know people won't be able to get, like Asians won't be able to get, you know, because this stuff comes from pain. You know, when uh, when this was started. This was because somebody was shunned, like white people wouldn't let them in. And, you know, they decided to create something. This is something that you guys have created. The black and Latino community came together and created a safe space. This is more about just voguing and runway. This is about people communing in a safe space where they can be themselves. I think y'all have every right to talk about how your culture is commodified. Well, I think, the, but the other problem is, 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 is involving people that are in ballroom. So, but people will take it as a direct thing towards them or their organization or their place in that, in their roles in that show and it's not take it as that. Because you want it, like you sort of like, don't you feel like, damn, we're being seen. I'm, I personally love seeing all my faves that I see in ballroom, that I come to balls to see. I love that people are being, you know, able to see their talent, you know, get that glimpse inside, even though I don't think it's that authentic. But still, this is a big deal. And we wanted to continue. But there's certain things that are missing the grit, 
the, the it's just certain things that are missing. And I feel yeah. y'all have a right to comment on that. Well, I'll you know comment. Makes, you know what makes me I'll... all excited? Go ahead, Marcus. Go ahead, Marcus. First of all, I don't give a fuck what runway show you sat on, Queen. That you'll <laughs> never judge a ball better than Laomi. That's number one. Number two, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Because I think it was, I think it was the House of Balmain. And he was like, bitch, they were bizarre. That's the point. And but the category was high fashion bizarre. Guess what? He's never high fashion. They they looked good. They're, they're, it was good. I felt like he was a little bit harsh. I also felt like, and you know what? He had his opinion. That's fine. But I also felt like he tried to um, <clears throat> belittle, you know, other people um, as if they don't know fashion because you sat on runways. Like he's I don't the fucking guru of fashion. That, you're, that, you're, you're you're not. You're not. And yeah, that didn't connect with me at all. Not. Um, I didn't I didn't appreciate that in the moment. And I'm glad Laomi got up off her throne and was giving bitch, not today. You're not gonna I don't give a shit about you and who you think you are. And when she was clapping in his face, I'm like, that's ballroom. I also didn't like when he kind of threw in there like, oh, the ballroom inspired me to be a stylist or some shit like that. Said, that was him trying to reel it back. That was him trying to like. That was some know. bullshit. He's I, one of those guys and that Matt think moves. he better because he ain't in ballroom. He gives he gives me very that like, oh, I don't be with them ballroom people. You know them guys like them people like that. He and that's why you gives, don't have it. He gives me that. That's why you don't have it. <laughs> and that's why and that's why if you ever got into it with a queen from the ballroom scene, you wouldn't win. Boom. Like Whitney Houston, like Whitney Houston did. Sometimes he says things I like, but he be I think I, I do. I, I, I'm with you, Emery. Sometimes I like says, the I like the way he says he things says I agree things with. Sometimes, but you, but you can like the way, um, you know, you can like you can, you can like something this day and not like it the next day. What's your point? Yeah, I don't always like delivery. Don't be but sometimes his critiques like be on point. I don't always like, don't I, I rarely like the delivery, but the critiques be kind of right sometimes. You know what makes me, I think Laomi's a critique can tough be on point, to be honest with you. Sometimes. You said her, you said her critiques are what? I think, I think that a lot of stuff that she Some. said, I understand what she'd be saying. I do. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes but, means half and half. It's not true. No, 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 I didn't. I, Most times. Sometimes it's not mean half and half. Sometimes it means sometimes. It kind of means sometimes. Half of the time, sometimes. Half half. Sometimes. sometimes it means sometimes. 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 That's it. That's <laughs> Y'all are trying it. Y'all are trying it. Marcus is a stern set. It's a key, bitch. Listen, sometimes. so let me ask y'all this. Um, what are some tweets? Oh, you know what I'm most excited about the show? Y'all ready? What? Season two. Everybody keeps saying that. I'm going to tell you why. <clears throat> As you know, with stuff like this, they, they, they're going to look back and tweak, and they're going to realize. Mm -hmm. they, hopefully they, they do. They, they Hopefully, I we're going to revisit this when they do it. I guarantee you they are. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Okay. Back my words, everybody. I'm very good at this. They're going, to, they're going to look at what worked and what didn't work. Okay? And... Next time, I think they're going to be more liberty with the houses as far as letting the people within the house or whoever the leader pick certain people from the house. Because I'm going to tell you what you need to really win this show. 
you don't need one trick ponies. And when I say one trick ponies, the person that walks one category or dedicated category. Right. You need people that can do a plethora of things. Well versed, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. that can pull some shit out. Because that's mm-hmm. what's gonna take the wind and shit. Because being did they really want to see you vogue? They want to see the performance. To me, what can make this show really sick is by picking the best of the fucking best. Where you could pick like five of the people from your house and really carry on it. No, that's not what it is. What the the the, the biggest downfall is having too many stars. What, what is going to work is a formula like Lumbin or Balmain, where you have a a strong leader that that the others don't mind following and listening to. Of course, because that's why I said if you get like a, I think that's part of the problem with Saint Laurent was they had a lot. You know, they had a some very strong members but a lot of yeah, strong people don't necessarily make, you need you need you need people that are willing to listen and with the excitement and the vigor not to think that i'm here and I got you. they had strong members but all this every member they had was strong but there's one thing was that one category today was superbin you know what i'm saying is a face girl pretty right. and voguing girl champ is a uh, vogue he could have done renaissance they would have had realness on the show, but they didn't really, they don't do fucking. They don't realness. respect realness. They don't do that on the show. Fucking, um, <laughs> McCoke is a one-way girl. Christian is a face girl. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, they, now they, now they dimple and dabble other things, but they didn't really have a chance to show that. But to me, you need people that can do a plethora and somebody that will get right. you. That you will do have pull that, out, like, for example, Jarrell, Jarrell's doing several things on there. You understand what I'm saying? You need a team of that. You can't have a bunch of one-trick ponies because at the end of the day, you got to have some people like, listen, bitch, can you get this choreo? Can you get this? Because if you yeah. have people on there that really can't do like some of this stuff, it's not going it, to, to me, it takes away from it because you need people that can catch choreo. You need people that can do runway. Right. I know I know many people that are, are, are fucking weapons as far as they walk runway down. They just won't do it at a ball. Right, uh, right. They, they, and they walk down. They vote down. <laughs> they, they vote down. They won't do it at a ball. Okay. But because they look differently. But those are the people that I'm going to pull out mm-hmm. like this because they can come and fuck up three categories plus. That's what you need for a show like that. It's a competition show. Mm-hmm. So you need the best of the best competitors. To me, Season two is going to be awesome because I think if they give the people more liberty with a strong leader that they'll get the people that don't mind being led to win this money and to really get out there and show it, that's what you need. Because at the end of the day, it's a fucking competition. Yeah. yeah it is. And I'm going to say, I don't care how people take it. I'm looking at this show different. I'm not looking at the show for the stories, baby. I don't. I don't I'm not looking for the show. For the I'm. I'm just saying. Um, Y'all know I, the stories. I, I, I know the stories. <laughs> I've heard the stories. Y'all know the stories. I, well, that's I, probably I, why it's biased. Like we already know. Oh yeah. I know the stories. I feel the stories. I've heard it for years. I'm looking at this show as a, on another planet. I'm looking at it like bitch. This is a competition. Vote. Vote for me. I and enjoy it, the story. When I want to, when I want to see the stories, it does nothing for me. When I want to see stories, I want to see Pose. I watch Pose for that. When I want to watch um, a competition, like last week, Michaela and Shorty fucking carried last week. Oh my god! It they is a competition. 
They better. Yeah, but I think that I think so like Lizzie said the stories help people that don't have an idea about ballroom. It gives them something to tune in. They to, need them. To so to get, uh, that's yeah. for the mainstream audience. That's for TV. I mean, yes, for them, totally agree with you. But me from ballroom, I don't care about that. I want to see the competition. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I skipped through that. If you give them, okay. At first, I was watching, but then by the, I said, "Oh no, I can't do this." Let me get. I did that this this episode. I was like, "Oh, skipping this, talking to the." Talk to this choreographer who's not from ballroom. <laughs> that was me. Let, let me just be clear. I wasn't going to say nothing, but you know, Caesar's talking about shit when it Speaking about her, she's there for the paycheck, baby. You could tell. What, what do you even have a choreographer for? Good too. In the, like, ballroom people create their own choreography. They do their own. What do you have a choreographer for? That's can right. I, and can I that say irritates too? me. To me, huh? to me, for that role, I would have got Pony or somebody for that. Po- it could have been a number of people. From it could have been a number of people. Oh, yeah, or, and, she is, and Tanisha is extremely talented at what she does. I love however, her. Met her. I, however, however, I would have went, went to like Pony or someone for something. That's like how. I, but that, if you want to be honest, that's how I feel about you know. I don't. Outside of Laomi, what are we? What are these judges there for? Why? Do, there are so many other people that are connected, that are celebrities that are connected to ballroom that this could have mm-hmm. been. It makes no sense, and I don't mean like just the ones that come from ballroom. You know, you can give me. You can give me Tiana Taylor and Lil Mama. They, I know they they know ball culture enough and have yeah, the time. Not Lil Mama. Fuck Lil, Lil Mama. Mama. Lil Mama been around enough that she she knows she but, should be there before La Roach or Jamila Jamil. But I get your so point. Yeah. Tiana Taylor. I, I get your so point. They, what about listen, I get, even if even when I make excuses for other people, I go, all right, they got law for the uh for for the fashion. Okay, air quotes. They got they got Megan Thee Stallion because she hot right now. Okay. Yeah. I'm still so baffled on what Jamil Jamil's purpose is. Who did she had to suck fuck? Or and let me tell you something. Let me, let me, let me put she serves no purpose Jamil, on the show. Don't I you agree. ever fix your mouth to ever ask a man whether he is on his period. I did not like that. This is yeah. what I'm talking about. She's like, she are you on your period? And then all her fucking explaining, girl. Oh my God. The girl. way she says, the way she says status irritates me. Status. Legendary status. But listen, um, I like Meg. I don't know if I would want I, to me. She because to me, Meg was learning ballroom as the show went on. Baby, she you know she was. So yeah. it made sense, more sense for her seat to be taken by Tiana Taylor. Um, Law. I mean, I don't know. These people like Trace and Amaya and Milan Christopher and. Even Amber Rose, or just so many other people. To that, me, I just think about a very strong broken person that could have been on that panel that would have made the show even. That would have added so many other layers to the show. But I am happy because I, I think Sonia should have been on the panel. But I mean, I that's just yeah, definitely time watching it and knowing how it got because I know how she is. I know how she would have. It would have been very good for the show. Absolutely. Uh, but even some even season like we were talking about uh what's her name? Marjela. My brain, I'm having a brain fart. Oh, I'm gonna add Dominique. Tyra, Dominique Tyra. She don't have the time. Tyra, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was gonna be talking about the same person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked her on the show when she was there Did that one day. Oh yeah, she carries. She was carrying, but she carried. You know, Morgan, are you you're really at Jason? What's going on here? What's happening? I feel like you're at him. Who? I don't <laughs> think he's at me. Nah, he, he don't think he's at me. 
No, I said I said I liked her on that show that day. Uh, it was the little face that you gave after you said that. Because I like I like I like the foolishness she gave. Did you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't I wasn't here for it. I, okay. I, I, I thought some of it was good for TV. Um, so what? Are you, so what was wrong with it? I mean, what was wrong with you, it? I mean, it was a little I elitist. I, but... I, hated, I hated when she commentated. I hated that part. <laughs> I thought what it was show is this? This was a Kiki. This Which was the. Um, this was the third episode. The biggest funny, the, the funniest part Second. about Tyra okay. to me yeah. was <laughs> the funniest part about Tyra to me was after she got into it with them when she checked out. When she she checked out, it was like, "Bitch, I'm done with this shit." You got to get into that part. Like once you know they had the argument and all that shit. Yeah. She left her body. She was no longer in that fucking building because it was like, "Let me." You could just tell it was like, "All right, y'all, hurry up and film it. Get this shit over with so I can leave," because. It was like, I do feel like, this is my opinion, I do feel like they told her before, because Tyra's a sweetheart, I feel like they told her, um, can you bring Electra to the um, ball? Oh. Probably so. Because that's not Tyra. So I feel like they was like, oh, can you bring Electra to the ball? Because she's a sweet person. It's, like, it's kind of like, when you, it's kinda like when, you, when you give a black person a role, to be like, black it up for us. Regular people like you all and all that shit. It was a key, but that's not even her. I think that was a, that's Electra. So she was. I think they told her like we want Electra judging. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think she's qualified to be a permanent judge. If you ask me, yeah, qualified. She's qualified. To be. Yeah. So I probably I probably would have liked it better had she been a, a, a judge. You know what I mean? You, well, you already brought little mama up, so um. Well, I mean, I, I just use that to say that if we're gonna use, I just I'm just saying that to say if we're gonna use celebrities that aren't actually from you know directly from ballroom. If little can mama use, can judge, she can. She judge. can. Ju- you don't think Jamila Jamil? She's a, a more qualified judge than Jamila Law. She shouldn't or, uh, be there. Megan. He shouldn't be there either. I'll take Megan because Liz, Megan keep her mouth shut. <laughs> and she gives if she gives compliments when she sees something she likes, and if she's not feeling it, she tries to be respectful so she can stay. So if you had a choice, Megan you- just be a grinning, 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 just be all happy as can be. She can oh, stay. Y'all look good. Y'all look good. Megan gives me like I'm happy to be here, like to watch everything. It. Excites she Megan to Everything it makes me like this, like. But she sometimes it. she don't like it. Sometimes she don't like it. Y'all are trying it. But I wasn't really feeling it tonight. Oh, you had you know. Milan, Amaya. She's not trying to get red. Laverne Cox and someone. Who would you want to see as the judge on there? Laverne can stay on her Britney Spears impersonations on no, um, Instagram. No yeah. I, I personally wouldn't want her on this show. Um, she's talented, but over there. Um, but yeah, I, I already mentioned my name. Who y'all want to add? Tell me, who would you want to pick out of those people? Which um, people? Three judges. Oh, the, you got to pick three judges. Who is it? If I had to pick three for sure, ooh. I think Tiana Taylor is a good one. Yeah, Tiana Taylor is a good one. Tiana um, Taylor is for star quality, power, and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Sanaya is a good one. Tonight's a great one. He would be awesome. It's really the last person. 
And I'm okay with a, a fully a full woman handle if, if that is how it ended up being. No, you need a guy. But, um, you need a guy. No, you need a butch queen up there. I mean, the problem with certain think, people think, is they're they're gonna have biases. You know, you I, I love Milan and Trace and Amaya, but they're a little too closely connected to the ballroom to to. Oh, this might be biased. I'm gonna say Twiggy. <laughs> Twiggy, Twiggy yes. can be there, but um, Pony Pony can be there too. Oh, oh, Pony's a really good one. Pony's a really good one. Pony would be really good there. They could have, they could have just had the whole cast of, of from uh, oh. uh, what is it? What was that group Marquise? called? American Dance Crew. Oh yeah, Vogue oh, Evolution. They could have been Vogue, Vogue Evolution. Evolution set. Oh, Vogue Evolution. Yeah, they they pioneered the game. You know, Pony would be really good for that. Thinking about it, he would have been good for that show. You cool. said Mar- Pony, right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm adding Marquise to it. Uh, Pony's amazing. Yeah, yeah Marquise could be up there too. His, his star power is on the rise. He deserves both, both, both Marquises. Wait. I, didn't know where, I didn't even know where Jamila was from. I didn't know nothing about Now y'all just name and stuff. Okay. I watched the good place. So I'm you, you, name, you name Little Mama. I'm going to remind you. Name Little Mama. On that note, guys, it is late. I love you all. <laughs> <laughs> you want, you want follow my friends, my beautiful friends at Hardest Follow Podcast. Everybody here, uh, give you out your information again, how they can follow you and locate you on social media. So you can check out the podcast, Hard to Swallow Podcast, full name, on any podcast major app that includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and any others. Um, you can type in, again, Hard to Swallow Podcast. And also you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HTS underscore podcast. And you can follow myself at Ain't I Emery on Instagram and Twitter. Who's going yeah, I'm, on Insta- I'm on Instagram and Twitter <laughs> as Lyrical Mar. Lyrical Mar, do you have anything to play before we go or no? Oh, you mean like a little exclusive? You're trying it. You need to be ready. You, you ain't ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm always ready. So, <laughs> This, so you're, you're venturing into music. What is, what do you, what do you, are you a rapper? What are you? A lyricist? What is it? I rap. I've been rapping for years. Freestyle right I, now. Ready. Freestyle. And if you're not no, better than Little Mama, I'm going to let you rap. I'm not doing that. It's not giving that. Let me hear written. Well, I can play something for you. Okay, let's hear it. If you'd like. Go ahead and introduce yourself and I'll get my. Go ahead, Lindsay. Introduce yourself in your clothes. Hey, well, say I'm bye, Lindsay. y'all. I'm on Instagram. It says here at Linz Wags. And I think I'm Lindsay Wagner on Twitter. I don't know. I have to check that. Wagner. I'm getting better, guys. I'm going to try. <laughs> I don't um, do social media like that. Okay. Jason. Well, y'all can follow me on Twitter. Uh, uh, well, Instagram mostly. Instagram, Twitter at Jason Do The Most. Uh, you can also follow, <laughs> and you can and you can also follow the page for my show, Dope in the Garage, which is a a, a panel talk show I have this on YouTube and on all social media, Twitter, Instagram at Dope in the Garage. Okay. I love that. That name. We're getting ready. Cool. We're getting ready to film. Yeah. We're getting ready to film season three uh, next month. Oh, are you still also doing? Do you still do stand up? No? No. Okay. 
But I am about to produce a stand-up. I'm about to produce a stand-up special for Netflix. So wish me luck. Oh, oh wow. well, congratulations! Yeah. That's wonderful. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah. Oh, and can, I borrow, can I borrow twenty dollars? Tune in on Tuesdays <laughs> for the final for the final season of Greenleaf that just started this past Tuesday. Yeah, my oh. Wow. That's great. Um, see, I could have been is. on the judge. I could have replaced Little Mama. <laughs> yes, you could have. Yes, you could have. Yes, you could have. Damn it. Okay. Also, watch Triangle on VRTVTV.com. Or Season you can check out the first four seasons on Ballroom Throwback Television on this YouTube channel right now. All of our spinoffs. Make sure you guys check them out. All right. I got my, I got my um, clip. Let's oh, hear it. This is, this is one of my new songs. It's called Eat the Club. I'm sure you all yes. know what that means. Eat As it. this is a lettuce, bacon, tomato, um, motherfucking <laughs> Zoom. Okay, give us 20 to 30 seconds. If you need to send me some of your stuff, I can upload it to my YouTube page. Oh, okay, I will. Yay! I'm too funny, G. Me and my penthouse, we're gonna eat the club. That's all I got. Yeah. But I'll post the link. <laughs> it's gonna be cute. And you can check out that. When is it coming out on the um Spotify and all the major music platforms? <clears throat> There'll be a pre-order on the sixth, but there's other music there. So once once I post the link, then you know we'll see the we'll start the music hall. Now <laughs> me after all this time, lyrical more. Wow. There's this, this, is the, this is the explanation. This is the explanation. Now I get it. It's, it's the part of me. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I feel stupid as hell, but now I get it. So the first single, oh well, one of the first of the two singles was Monster. The first, my first single is called Vu Clicquot, named after the, um, what, the finest champagne that you can get? Champagne. Maybe, champagne. maybe. Um, and then who's I have your, a, I have a, go who's, ahead. Who's your favorite rapper? Who's your inspiration? Um, I have to be honest. My favorite rappers were like Nas, Foxy Brown. Um, I'm more of a nineties hip hop type of person. What about current? Who do you like now? I like Kendrick Lamar. I like Anderson Pack. I like Nicki Minaj. Um, I like Lil Wayne. I like people who write their lyrics. Oh. Goodbye. <laughs> like you always gotta do it. You like Nikki on trolls? I love Nikki on trolls. <laughs> P.S. I'm not here for six nine at all. No. Nikki can really rap though. Yeah, yeah. Yes. She back. You know, that can never be challenged. Yeah. That and that's why. That and that's why she remains. She, her, she's allowed to remain consistent because she's actually gifted and and she's skilled. She's a skilled talented. Rapper. She, but nobody ever said she wasn't. No, no, I'm gonna tell you something. It's me, I just don't like her, but she, uh, she's. I mean, that bitch can really, really rap, though. She can rap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm tired. He said that. I'm gonna tell you what. 
<laughs> no, I'm sleepy too, so I feel you. Go at it, no, that bitch can really rap. Like she can. You can listen. You listen, especially when you really listen to what she be saying. Like her metaphors and her wordplay and the way she wordplay is cool. It's very, it's very like old school Jay Z. Like the, her wordplay is really like no top five no better alive. <clears throat> It, 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 and I used to argue, but she really, really can rap. Like, really, she can rap. She ain't in my top five. Not in my top five, but I get it though because the shit that she be saying, I it, love her. It we know like, Big Daddy Kane is in your top five. <laughs> Big Daddy Kane, <laughs> nigga, I'm old. <laughs> nigga, I'm old. So Big Daddy Kane could be you know, in my top you know five. You know what I don't like? What are you top trying five? to say? You know what I don't like about top five anymore, eBay or even top ten? It's it, we're now we're approaching you know decades of this, and it's like it's so right. it's so to me. It's hard to narrow down the top. Do yourself five. a disservice by limiting yourself because there are so many like like you said. I like I like I like Kendrick, but I love J Cole. Oof. I love J Cole. Look now, when it now now when he y'all top five. My top wow. five. My, my top five is about to be. Look, let me let me moderate. I'm gonna start with Caesar, then Lindsay, <laughs> then Lamar. I mean, then then yeah, then Lamar. Then, my top then, uh, five is about to be milk and cookies and pillow and uh, me laying down and me going to sleep. That's my top five right now. Milk and cookies. But I'll amuse you. Yeah. I've, okay, it's of course I love. I mean, Biggie. I still love Biggie to this day more uh, than anything. I I love Biggie. I love Jay Z. I love Little Kim. Um, I love Prodigy. Um, oh, word! I do always have. Um, Come on, Prodigy! I love one more. See, I don't like that. I can't do five then. That's why. That's why I said it. You get you go round it out. If you had I'll to pick somebody. five, if you had to pick five for the House of Legendary, bitch, who are you taking? It's easy. I don't like when y'all say it's not. It's, dead it's, alive. You should, dead you should know who you're taking. Dead or, yeah. Top five, dead or alive. Not would, dead and alive, dead or alive. I would take Biggie. I would take... You said if I'm taking... I would take Nikki. I gotta, you gotta be strategic now. You gotta think about talent. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna take Kim because people love Kim at the end of the day, her personality. I'm gonna take J. Cole because I love him personally. Um, One more. And I don't, I'm not a fan of his stuff, but I can appreciate it. Lil Wayne, because Lil Wayne is very good at what he does. Yes. Lindsay, what's yours? Okay, so I'm from a certain era, so all, okay. all these people are going to be old. I'm also from New York, so I'm very discerning and biased. I was going to give her KRS-One so, and all them girls. Good. Kumo D. No, not <laughs> Kumo D. I'm going to say, well, for me, I'm going to say... I'm gonna say, of course, Biggie, Nas, Jay Z. That's like the trifecta. I'm also gonna throw in one of my personal favorites, Coogee Rap. You may or may not know of him. Coogee Rap, good. Um, and then for five, I'm going to, I'm going to name somebody. I want to say current. Like, yes, there's Kendrick and all of them, but I am going to keep it New York, and I'm going to say Fabulous. Fab is, is good. Fab is good. Fab is good. Fab is very slept on, and a lot of people Fab don't even realize he doesn't even swear a lot. He is so smart. He is so witty. He 
is able to keep some sort of relevancy even though he's older. You got a mean right hook. Knock your teeth. Okay. Knock your teeth right out. Yeah, you're crazy. Who who are yours, uh, Mark? Nas, Rakim, Foxy Brown, Nicki Minaj, Kendrick Lamar. That's a that's a that's a solid top five. I, I feel like Marcus. I feel like Marcus don't like Little Kim. I could tell already. I like Little Kim, oh, but, not better than, but not but not better but not better than Foxy Brown. Period. Because whenever they say Foxy and Nicki first, they usually don't like Little Kim. They be like. I like him, but not, I like him a lot, but not better than Foxy Brown or Nicki Minaj. Who are your top five, Emery? I don't listen don't to rap like, like that. Pop. You well, don't well, listen well, to well, like Beyonce, pop like that. Emery, um, Anita, give Emery Anita Baker, give him some Sade, give him some... Uh, yeah, I, Tony Braxton. I take those, though. I'm, I'm with those. I'm, I go with you on that. Don't get those rappers. I'll ride with you on that ride with Sade and Tony and, 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 and Anita. I'll ride with you on that okay. ride. All of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> Other Emory aunts and mothers, baby. So you know that's, that, that's me. <laughs> I'm not the person I'll ride from here to DC listen to listen to rhythm of love <laughs> the whole way. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Emory, there's not no rappers at all that you like that you listen to. Um Beyonce. Kids go. <laughs> Emory, they sleep on Beyonce lyrical skills. She's really a good rapper. She is. She's really, really a talented rapper. She probably could rap a lot of these bitches under the table. She's a talented rapper, really. If you listen to what she raps on her, on her verses, she's really a talented rapper. Like Cardi B is a rapper. Who me? Lyrical Mar. Oh, he hates her. He a bar. He said you, he already started. You listen to the podcast. podcast. Like, that's really one like, of the head barbers. He do not like no. Let me ask Cardi you a Wait, but lyrical. But let me ask you a question. Do you like any of Cardi's songs? To me, Cardi's best effort was. Um, Cardia, 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 Cardi, Cardia, Cardi. That was the one. Tell me you like that one. You said her that best. Effort. You said her best effort. Her best effort, in my opinion, was Bardia Cardi. No, I really thought that song. I thought that song. There was a lot of tracks on it. I thought that that was an actual conceptual release. I thought it was fabulous. That other shit is a press, press, press. No, not into it. It's enough for me. I love it. Always. Oh, we know. You love being called a roach by her, too. Why? Because you're from New Shut York. Shut the hell up. We know. Go with we know. <laughs> All right, guys. Love y'all. We're getting off here. Love y'all. Love you. Good night. Good talking to you, Jason. Nice meeting you, Jason. But don't bring up Little Mama A. Gay. It was a pleasure. <laughs> little Mama could still sit in that panel before Jamila. Oh.